He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, folks, I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. It's Thursday. It is our Friday, and we are going to wrap up the week with a whole bunch of content. We got That's Meme-tastic. Got the post-show presser. We got a lot of stuff. But before we get into all of it, I just there's a couple things I want to just, if, if you guys will indulge me, I want to, to gripe about. Okay, first of all, ha, do you guys like sriracha? Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed how expensive sriracha is? How almost impossible it is to get? The, the, the real kind from... Now that you bring it up, I was wondering, because with the lunch that I ordered today, I had uh, some pho, uh, Vietnamese food, and I ordered sriracha, and it came in a cup, and it was like, there was barely any in it. Yeah. And well, was, you, if you get the Haiphong sriracha... Ooh, like, that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, if you get the right one, like the main one that's got like the rooster on it and the Chinese lettering that everyone knows... It's like impossible to get. Like the stores don't have it. You go to Amazon, like for a bottle, it's like 30, 40, 50 bucks right now. No way. Which is crazy. We had it on, uh, whatchamacallit, um, what's the, subscribe and save. Subscribe and save. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just haven't sent it in months and months and months. And you go and try and do it, and it's like super overpriced, because apparently there was this chili shortage in Mexico because of the drought. So it's it's... There's, a, there's an issue with it, but I'm not happy about it because I use that on everything, and I just finished my last bottle last night, so now I'm screwed. And and don't think that the replacements are as good. They're not. They're not. Like, I've, I've tried a couple different ones, and it's it's trash. I like trash in a bottle. I like doing sriracha mayo, like mixing it That's up. Good. It's so good. You may not know this, but there's a thing called supply chains. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's that. And then this one other gripe I want to I people are like, can we just get to the show? We will. But my wife and I are watching the show Invasion on Apple TV. I don't know if you guys have watched it. It's pretty interesting so far. Not going to give any plot or, or spoilers or anything like that. But there's all these different characters and there's some Japanese characters, Japanese astronauts and this. And for the most part, they have subtitles on. For two episodes in a row, they've been having these serious conversation subtitles on, and then they just cut them off. We're like, and the conversation keeps it going. Keeps going. They're like leaning in and sharing stuff. It's like, I don't speak Japanese. What the hell are you saying? This seems important. How many episodes are you in? I don't know. I was to say like maybe they're like you're six in, so you should, <laughs> you, should. you should know. It's true. I think that was uh, <laughs> seven and eight last night that we did. Uh, so maybe they do. Maybe that's the expectation. <laughs> you should have caught on. Yeah. You should have learned Japanese by now. If you want to watch our content, learn Japanese or go to hell. Stop being an arrogant American. Uh, we're the worst. Uh, okay, so we're uh, one other admin thing before we get going. If, if I didn't say it earlier in the week, I meant to, guys, and last week as well. RVM Network is live on Roku. So if you're a Roku person, we are live on Roku. You can go search RVM Network. Just search RVM. You'll find it. You can watch the live stream there. You can watch all the individual shows on demand there. If everything goes as planned, we will be on Amazon next week, and then there's some other exciting news that we'll share with you here soon uh, about some other platforms. But <clears throat> coming up on today's show, we've got Biden and and both of the but all of the Bidens further exposed by the IRS. Got the whistleblowers on the hill. We've got a lot from that hearing that we're going to unpack. You've got Pelosi. I don't know if you heard this clip, but Pelosi, who said Joe Biden's just a kid, talking about his age. <laughs> 
which I guess if you're Nancy Pelosi, maybe that makes sense. Is she older than him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Barely. Joe looks like he just let himself out of the drawer at the morgue and put on a suit. <laughs> there is nothing about him that strikes me as young yes. or a kid. Yeah. I mean, seriously, Nancy, have you seen him walk? Now, maybe in her Chardonnay blurred eyes, it looks like he's walking more normal. But but it, it, he, he's not a kid. Maybe he has nicer skin than her. Well, that's not. That's a low bar. It's yeah. a low bar. That bathing suit picture was just too much you want me to pull it back it, up it was the freckles wasn't it it was yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta wear sunscreen honey like you do you, you, you just you just do uh speaking of of food and supply and and prices and this that and the other, this is really not a supply thing in just a certain location but there's a store who is just raping its citizens with pricing over big macs up in connecticut how much would you pay for a big mac I don't eat McDonald's anymore, so I probably wouldn't get it. But I, I mean, I remember when they had the two for two dollars. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, those were fantastic. How about one for eighteen dollars? <sighs> no, I wouldn't pay that much. Hershey bars were a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we've got Ukraine, who's given us a new wish list. Also, they're already using the cluster bombs that we gave them. That's not good. The Trump setup continues. You've got Mayorkas, who was called out on the street. We've got that clip. We'll show you. MTG just straight up, look, I'm not a fan of MTG. She straight up dropped Hunter porn issues or uh, images on the floor. I had to watch the clip just to make sure we weren't showing something inappropriate. Yeah. Everyone else thinks she was. I've got my take on it. We're going to get into all that a whole lot more against Thursday, so we'll do that. It's meme-tastic. Real quick, though, guys, the digital dollar is coming to America. This new FedNow plan from the Biden administration is actively being rolled out in America now. No one is talking about it. That terrifies me. It should terrify you as well. And it should spur you on to make some better decisions because everyone's hard-earned savings are at risk. The good news is there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar and do it just in time. You can do it with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole that my friends at American Alternative Assets can tell you about. You give them a call. They will give you a free wealth protection guide and, and instruct you on how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets. And they'll do it if you call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Again, 833-287-2465. You can also go to protectfrombiden.com. All of it will lead you to the same great help, great assistance from our friends over at American Alternative Assets. These guys can get you on track. They can protect. And look, you don't have to put all of your money into it, but they will help you protect what makes the most sense for you and your families. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. It is a bad mistake. It is a treacherous path for our country to be on. But first and foremost, protect yourself and your family. Protect your savings. Call 833, the number two, USA Gold, 833-287-2465. Okay, so for the first time in American history, IRS agents were looked at in a positive light by Republicans, or anyone for that matter, because they're on the Hill testifying, right? We also learned with this testimony who Mr. X was. Now, we knew because he was in studio asking questions, and we did that interview with him. <laughs> Um, but we learned that the identity of Mr. X is Joseph Ziegler, who is a gay registered Democrat who's been an IRS investigator for over a decade. Not convenient for the Democrats' narrative, not convenient for everything that's being discussed and, and talked about there on the Hill right now as it pertains to the Biden family. Here's part of Mr. Ziegler's testimony. Take a listen. 
I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case, free reign to do as needed, that was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. Attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials as well as other U.S. attorneys. I still think that a special counsel is necessary for this investigation. All right, so in his opening statement, you had Ziegler accuse the Department of Justice of obstructing the probe against Hunter Biden. He says, I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case, which you just heard all this, but I'm just reading it back to you, free reign to do as needed, that was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. Attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials as well as other U.S. attorneys. So there's, that's one of many clips we're going to play from this, by the way. But <clears throat> you've got loads upon loads of damning information coming out. We already knew a lot of what was going on with, with all of this and, and all, all of the nefarious activity of the Biden administration. But you've got these whistleblowers. In this case, a seasoned investigator, a Democrat, a, a homosexual, which you say, why does any of that matter? It really doesn't, but it does because... It, it adds fuel to the fire when someone who the Democrats would see as, as theirs is coming out and saying, yeah, you guys were wrong. This has been a trash investigation the whole time. We've run into roadblock after roadblock. And it, it, we're seeing he's admitting it. You've, you've got the other guy admitting it as well. I don't, for some reason, his name's blanking on me right now. Shipley or Sh Shapley? Shapley. Shapley. Um, you've got them admitting what we all thought and we knew is that there's, there's two sets of laws. So the question becomes with all of this, with everything that we're seeing, is what are Republicans going to do about it? What are we as a republic going to do about it? You've got Democrats who have corrupted the entire country. And unfortunately, we've got a lot, a very significant number of gutless rhinos, establishment types, who have let them do it the whole time. Either turned a blind eye or, or in some cases been a part of it. You've got the Delaware AG who told him not to pursue Hunter. The whistleblowers claim that Merrick Garland himself told the, the Delaware AG, though, to, to pause the investigation. So there's been talks of, of who is it. Lots of people coming out. Shapley said it multiple times. You had um, the, the original clip of, of Ziegler when he was Mr. X, which I think is a cooler name, by the way. But, yeah. but when he was Mr. X saying the same thing, no, 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 this is coming from the top. This was coming from DOJ and Merrick Garland. So we've, there's just a lot here. There's a lot here to unpack but what's clear is that there was tons of wrongdoing, not just on the part of the Biden, the Bidens, but on the part of our Department of Justice and some very key figures, including a cabinet member of the Biden administration here. So it's it's when you see multiple people coming out and saying this, and we saw similar concerns with the Bureau and the whistleblowers there as it pertained to the issues they were talking about, you see multiple IRS agents coming out as it pertains to this particular case in investigation. And... I don't think anyone uh, this is this is like like I said earlier, this is maybe one of the first times where you're like, I'm on the side of the IRS or these two IRS agents. <laughs> I, no one likes the IRS. But they're coming out and saying something that's totally believable and, and falls in line with what we see and experience on a daily basis, that the DOJ is very sad, sadly and tragically in our country now a corrupt enterprise that has been weaponized and is a tool of the left. So, 
Anywho, uh, we have some more, though. But, but you're right. It, what are the, the Republicans going to do about this? And the way that I see it, I see the Biden family as a fat kid on Halloween who goes up to a house that has a bowl of candy set out and a sign that says, take one piece, leave the rest for others. And the fat kid goes up there and dumps the entire bowl into his bag and leaves. Where you have other people who are like the Republicans and other Democrats who go to that same porch before the fat kid got there and took like two or three pieces yeah. and made their way. They're, the Bidens were just really greedy and got caught. Then you have Republicans like Lindsey Graham saying, I've known Joe Biden for 40 years, and I, I don't think he's corrupt at all. It's like, okay, well, what are you hiding? Yeah. So it, it just depends on the levels of corruption with all of these people who are do make up permanent D.C., because if one of them goes, then there are a lot more are going to go. And I say, so be it. Yeah. Because if there's any hope in trying to restore any kind of trust with the American people in Washington, something's got to give. And for Joe Biden and his family just to skate, when we see it's all in black and white for us to see the corruption that he was engaged engaged in when it came to our own foreign policy, which I it's treasonous what yeah. he did that it, that fits within the definition of treason and it's up to the Republican Party the the balls in their court yeah and even if you don't I agree with you but even if you don't get all the way to treason you at minimum for certain everyone should look at this and walk away and say that is criminal it is criminal and it is wrong and and to what degree it reaches or doesn't reach or to what degree that the Republicans will will try to push forward and prosecute this. I think it'll be very little or none. But it, it, it's you're right. It's black and white. This is clear as day that this is and it's it's so insulting to the American people to be told time and time again with the Biden crime family. Just what you think, what you see. Don't believe your, your lying eyes because you're an idiot and they've done nothing wrong and nothing's going to happen to them. That That is just, uh, to me, it's such a big kick in the balls to, to be told that when you can see it clear as day in front of you. But there was lots of good questioning. There was questioning, obviously, from both sides, not necessarily good questioning from the left. But some of the most compelling questions came from South Carolina Representative William Timmons. Here's the most direct question, perhaps, that was asked during the hearing. Take a listen. In 2014, Burisma has a problem. They want to get their stock listed on Wall Street. But the prosecutor general is investigating corruption, and they can't get the outcome they want in New York. So what do they do? They hire Hunter Biden, pay him millions of dollars. But Mr. Ziegler, my only question for you is going to be, if I can direct you to page 99 of your transcript, is it accurate to say Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from Burisma? Yes, that would be accurate. Thank you. Uh, to the American people, I want to point out briefly that Hunter Biden has absolutely zero qualifications in this industry or in business in general, but he does have the big guy. He does have the big guy. Right to the hoop he goes. Look, it, it is obvious. The Bidens were engaged in a pay-to-play scheme that netted them millions upon millions of dollars. Not just Hunter, the big guy included. The evidence against this family is so strong, and they should, as we were just talking about before that clip there, they should absolutely be charged with crimes, as should the people who were covering up for them. This hearing and this investigation, though, is it's not going to go anywhere. It's political theater like all of them are. And we're just we're, that a meme for later. <laughs> Dear God, um, <laughs> I've seen something on preview. Sorry, sorry, um, squirrel. But th this is the kind of stuff that happens in corrupt communist countries.
if if you're on the right team, like the Bidens are, nothing happens to you. And we've got the rest of the country being like, see, they did it, they did it. There's evidence. There's there's real life legal investig investigative evidence that that points to everything that we thought to be the case. And they're just saying, yeah, but he's on our side. Disregard it. Let's move on. This is getting as pathetic as it was when I was in Zimbabwe. And uh, Robert Mugabe, who was the president at the time, said, we're going to have a national lottery and the jackpot's going to be over a million dollars. So they made it uh, lottery tickets accessible to everybody. All these poor people scraped together money to buy lottery tickets. And wouldn't you know it, when the drawing was held, Robert Mugabe won. <laughs> this is what—I was laughing about how pathetic it was to, for him to be, as president, to pull the wool over everyone's eyes in his country. And we've turned into Zimbabwe at this point. Yeah. It, because, like you're saying, and I believe as well, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I just don't think it will. But uh, let me ask you guys. Let's get to— our question of the day. We've seen copious amounts of, of information come forward, come out about this this family. Not just Hunter, but Joe, the big guy. He, you know, multiple times, uh, we're going to get to it later in the show, they were even asked, who is the big guy? And they say, it is Joe Biden. Like, it's just all been there and, and confirmed. But as a result of these conversations, the the the, the few people that are out there who didn't know that the Bidens were bad that now are seeing this that maybe came to our side. Maybe they didn't because they're not smart. But do the question is this. Do you think anything will be done as a result of the IRS hearings that took place yesterday, all the information that came out of them? Do you think anything will be done to Hunter, to Joe, to the Biden family, to Merrick Garland, anything? You, there's some, some wiggle room and some freedom in your answers here, but I want to know if you think anything will be done let us know. Send your responses in. We'll tell you our answers, too. On the other side of the break, we'll continue this conversation and play some more clips from the very contentious hearing yesterday on the Hill. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 
All right, welcome back, folks. The question of the day was, in light of these IRS hearings and discussion on the Hill yesterday, all the information that's coming out, do you think anything will be done to Joe, Hunter, any of the Bidens, the DOJ writ large? Do you think anything will be done? As you send your responses in, please hit that like button, whichever plas platform you are on. Make sure you are subscribed to that page. That's RVM Network. That's the Drew Berkwist one on Rumble, on YouTube, Facebook, all the places that you might be watching it right now. Make sure you've hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed and make sure you continue to engage. All those things help us go a long way. Hot Tamale says, nothing will be done. Tend to agree with you, my friend. Barb Rock's not a damn thing. Jill, nope. Very little, if anything, says Tex. Unfortunately, no, says Red, White, Blue, 8. Tom, what do you say as responses come in? I say that the whistleblowers are going to end up losing their jobs. And if I were either of them, I would have somebody else start my car and taste my food for the next several years. Okay. All right. Fair response. Fair response. I, I kind of have like a twofold thing. I think no. But remember uh, a few months ago when they were showing the list of the people who had ties to the finances that were getting paid through the Biden family and they had those mystery pictures. They didn't know who was who. I think someone in that line is going to take the fall. So everyone else will be fine. But that one person is going to we'll, 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 we'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Some some poor schmo. But, oh, they'll be taken care of, though. They'll be taken care of. But they're going to take the blame. Conjugal visits. All yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you get an ankle bracelet in your mansion. It's fine. And here's Svetlana. She will be her new toy. Um, <laughs> They'll get the Epstein treatment, like he w when Epstein was in jail in Palm Beach County, where he was able to leave during the day as long as he came back at night so he could sleep there. He had curfew, yeah. Mm. So rough. No, I don't think anything happens either. And, 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 he, and here, here's what I hope happens. Here's what I hope happens as a country. And we're getting there more and more on a daily basis. Nothing's going to happen to them, but I hope more people saw this, saw the, saw the evidence that's there, clear as day, and or hear about it from someone. A reasonable person who loves this country tells them about it, and they, 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 they take it on and they believe it. I hope, that, I hope that trust continues to go down in our government. I don't take—I I don't like saying that. I don't take that, that statement lightly. I, it's a big statement, but I hope— that people continue to see just how rigged everything is, just how broken the system is. That I, I think that that's honestly the best we can hope for at this point. It, historically speaking, we know that nothing is going to happen to them. If now at the same at the same token, if they totally threw this family under the bus, it would make sense to try and save themselves for 2024. But I just don't think they'll do it because I don't think they have to. So that's my answer. But let's keep going with this conversation because. You've got the do-rag douchebag from New York, Raskin, who accidentally wrecked himself with this gotcha question. Is this the short one here? Let's play. This. Yeah, this is the short one. All right. It seems to me this October 7, 2022 meeting, which you've described as a red line, is just a misunderstanding that after the U.S. attorney in D.C. declined to partner on the 14 and 15 charges, Mr. Weiss took a good hard look at those charges himself and ultimately decided not to charge them and therefore not to seek the special attorney status. He may have been right about that. He may have been wrong, as you guys make your case for, but it was his decision. Isn't that right, Mr. Shapley? No, that, that's not supported by the facts. 
Really? Well, which facts is it not supported by? Uh, his own admissions in the October 7th, 2022 meeting that I documented contemporaneously. And if the only piece of But he contradicts Rob, what you're saying. Do you agree that? He doesn't agree with what you're saying about that not, meeting. Not, now, I wasn't at that October 7th, 2022 meeting. <laughs> so, so Raskin, who's just a loser, all right, he just is. He tried to make the claim that the witness is being contradicted by the Delaware Attorney General. But the investigator took notes during the conversation he had with the Attorney General, and he shut Raskin right up there. Raskin also tried to make the investigator look like a liar, uh, which, if that's how you want to look at it, if that's what you want to believe, then, then so be it. You're probably helpless. But, but these guys, what, what you're seeing here is they're, they're circling the wagons like they always do. They circle the wagons. They protect each other. There's never any blood with, with any of these situations. And that's what you're seeing here again. And our side just plays it totally different. Our side gets bowled over and and goes and, and cries in the corner and licks their wounds. It's yeah. golly gee, we'll get him again next time. And you know that what's his George Santos, that guy, uh Yeah. You know, it's like if that it, pick any Democrat that would has lied like George Santos has, they would defend them. They're constantly defending him. And then you've got well, we're going to take them off these committees and, you know, it's going to be up to the people of New York if they're going to reelect them. It's like, I, I can't remember, I think it was Caligula that brought in a horse to the Senate to make a statement that everybody here is a jackass and a, and a piece of crap. This is the same thing that the Democrats should do, or the Republicans should do with Santos. You know, just use him as this guy, you know, and say, and then go after Democrats in the same vicious way that they go after Republicans. Or I was watching today, we were watching today with RFK, who was testifying today about being censored, and they were calling, all the Democrats were calling him a racist. Yeah. <laughs> that, that really was a remarkable hearing. We don't have those clips for today, but man, it was fascinating to watch. Not in a good way. It, it, it was... It was awful. And, and the one person that you and I were watching for a while there, you had Sanchez, um, who took a break from from eating and was asking him questions and was was going hard to the hoop on him, railing him, but then wouldn't even let him respond. She was talking to this other broad and, and not letting him even speak up for himself. They just railroaded the guy. It was it was uncomfortable to see. Uh, and again, I would I wouldn't vote for RFK Jr. I, I I would be glad if the Democrats voted for him, but I I wouldn't vote for him myself. But man, it was it was not good. But Tom said it the other last week. The more they attack him, the more you're like, I like him. I like him. 100%. No, I like him. I don't agree with him on all of his policies. I I would be so gleeful. I would walk around like Ron Burgundy in the news station during that scene. <laughs> If Nothing to see here. There, we would have a pants party <laughs> if he was the Democrat nominee because I'd feel like we, we're not going to lose our country in the next four days. Because he actually loves America. Yeah, yeah. It, the, someone not hating America is such a refreshing thing these days, <laughs> especially for a Democrat. Right. <laughs> yeah. You you you're wearing an American flag pin. Yeah, because I love this country. What? It's so cool. It's so neat to to see other people with different opinions who love this country. It doesn't happen that often these days. They're like, well. We could go into a bunch of analogies. We got to speed along because then it was time after that Raskin clip. It was time for Summer Lee, whose name seems more like a porn name than an act, you know, than a member of Congress. But she she opened her mouth. And I'm tell me what you guys think. I'm not quite sure if she realized what the hearing was even about here. Take take a listen. 
My Republican colleagues seem to think that using criminal law as a weapon or a political tool is objectionable only when directed against someone who should be out of reach of the criminal system, someone too rich, too powerful, or too white to be charged. But let's face it. That same system has been used as a weapon and a political tool against black people since the Emancipation Proclamation. These racial disparities are rooted in a two-tiered view on race. The belief that black people were inferior, that was created to justify the, ensla the enslavement of black people, which has now evolved into, to include the belief that black people are more prone to criminality. During the decades of lynchings that followed enslavement, white people defended the torture and murder of black people as necessary to protect property, families, and a way of life from black criminals. In the 1980s, Nixon's war on crime evolved into Reagan's war on drugs, and we saw harsher and more frequent punishments and the start of mass incarceration. In both cases, it was black people who were targeted and suffered under those policies. There's a reason that crack cocaine, which carries a stereotype of being used by black people, was at one point punished far more harshly than powder cocaine. Prior to 2010, that ratio was 100 to 1, meaning someone convicted in a federal court of possessing crack cocaine will receive the same sentence as someone who possessed 100 times more powder cocaine. And I want to say that PA's extreme sentencing practices have overwhelmingly impacted people of color, but most specifically black people who make up less than 11% of the population in Pennsylvania, but more than 65% of those serving life without parole sentences and 58% of those serving non-life sentences of 20 years or longer. How many times have our elected officials and judges ran on a promise of a tough on crime approach? Even now, Republicans still tell that they are the party of law and order, while in the same breath claiming that Donald Trump should not uh, be prosecuted. Don't get it twisted. Republican efforts, efforts to use the term two-tier justice is to distract from those who are truly the victims of a disparate treatment in our criminal justice system. And whether we say it out loud or not, we all know who those people are. I yield uh, the remainder of my time to uh, the ranking member. Thank you, Ms. Lee, for that very eloquent statement. I just, I wonder if you remember... <laughs> you Oh, that very eloquent statement. That if that's eloquent, um, that I, okay, that's that's interesting. Let's let's unpack that eloquent statement, or or what we would describe as an unhinged race baiting diatribe. I mean, it just was nonsensical. She 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 bring. I mean, how much time do we have here? We're already running late. Uh, she brings up the Emancipation Proclamation. She starts there. And then she goes into this whole thing, this belief that black people were inferior, which is a Democrat belief, by the way. You can, you can reference Margaret Sanger, Woodrow Wilson. You can, you can name plenty of people historically in our country who started that belief and have perpetuated that belief since. Not those two. Those two are no longer with us. But, but she talks about the fact that black people are more prone to criminality. That, that's not true. You've got to look at the, the, the data, girl. Like... Crime takes place at a higher rate in predominantly black neighborhoods. Statistically, all, all the people that you're you're talking about, that you're defending justice, you're defending how this system is there and how it's not this two-tier all this, you're defending them. You're also not looking at their data. This comes up all the time, talking about, well, the popular black population is only 11% in Pennsylvania or 13% nationally. But in terms of the, the violent crimes, over 50% of them are committed by the black community, which is not to make this right... Point, the point of this is 
she's totally wrong about this. She has no idea what is real and what's not real. She, yeah. uh, Nixon being around in the 80s. Right. <laughs> his policy. One thing that I wanted to bring up is the size of this fucking woman's mouth. <laughs> I have never seen a mouth. The only time I've ever seen a mouth this big was at the urinal in uh, in Heathrow Airport in Virgin Atlantic. They had urinals. Do you have that picture? There it is. <laughs> that's what her that's what I kept seeing when I was watching her. Is she that thing her mouth is unbelievable. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that she could smoke a cigarette and blow an elephant at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the cigarette out of her mouth. That's a visual. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that, Tom. That, is, that, that won't be leaving my head anytime soon. Uh, but, I mean, but look at all the stuff she goes through. Again, the, 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 her, her views of crime stats, which are obviously askew. Nixon and, and just straight up presidential history, which is very askew. You've got, she talks about decades of lynching. Who, who is behind lynching? Democrats. Democrats. You've got the crack cocaine sentencing for black people. Who wrote that bill? Who wrote that bill? I'll give you a hint. He's walking around the White House lost right now. His name's Joe Biden, and that was in 1994 with his crime bill. Oh, it's, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who he's kind of centered more to the left, and, and he's, he brought that in, and he's like, he, he, he wrote that bill. He, was, he didn't sign it. He was, in a, he was the main writer on that bill, and he's like, he should not be where he's at right now based on what that is, like, at all. Yeah, based on anything he's done, which he's done very little. The things he has done have been very detrimental to, to our country. And to the black community. But you, you talk, she talked about mass incarceration. Those were Clinton policies. She says, don't get it twisted. But her, her version of history is completely twisted. It is, it, is, it is totally based on fantasies and unicorn dust. There's nothing real in it. The only thing she got right in that whole diatribe there were some names. Uh, yeah, she just said words. Right. Well, when they're not teaching history and they're rewriting it it doesn't matter she can go and say that because then it, it's that's what happened because i said it yeah and i'm 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 on capitol hill they're not teaching it no one knows the actual history and if you call her out on it you're a racist uh, yeah you're a racist yeah <laughs> you're, you're saying something about summer lee you said her name sounds like a porn star it does <laughs> summer lee <sighs> I, but it is great i mean we i know we started with it but i love that when she tosses it back to raskin that he says thanks for that eloquence <laughs> <laughs> dear lord help us kind of, don't help us. Come back. Let's yeah. get this over with. Let's let's be done here. The experiment is over. Um, all right, we got to take a break. We're running behind. We'll catch up though at some point. Pelosi had an interesting take, like I alluded to earlier in the show, on Joe Biden's age. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about the age of a very big percentage of our elected representatives in D.C. On the other side, stick with us. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network. 
and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. And to think some of you out there are saying, and we've heard you say it before, we'd love to come work there, but I don't know if I'm qualified. <laughs> have, you, have you seen what goes on here? You're qualified. You're more than qualified. I, I met some people in, in where I live, and they asked what I did. I told them they were there, so I hope they're listening uh, today. But I, I showed them one of the shorts, and they're like, are you playing The Floor is Lava? I was like, yeah, like, this is fucking awesome. And I'm like, you should watch the show. You'll love it. <laughs> Never, you never know what's going to happen. Quite literally, sometimes I don't either. And I, I'm, Tom just good. Tom just comes in and says, "Here, wear this. Yep, follow my lead." Ah, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, well, with each passing day, Biden becomes more and more incoherent as his brain rots away. And you've you've got lots of conversations about this, right? Lots of concerns from Americans. In fact, polling shows most Americans, regardless of party, do not want him running. There's people who will say he's done a good job. I don't know who they are or how they could ever think that. But even those people, according to a lot of the polls, say, do not run again. Well, it's it's caused this, this conversation. And Vodka Granny chimed in with her alcohol-addled thoughts on Morning Joe about his age. Here's what she had to say. Except recently, and I met with Norman Lear, who's 100, going on 101. He was telling me some new shows he was involved in. I was meeting with Frank Gehry, a 90-something architect, showing me new buildings. He's building throughout the world. Uh, and uh, they were like, 80? He's a kid. But it's a kid. It's, <laughs> it is. It's relative. He's, he's younger than I am, so I, he's a kid to me as well, the president <laughs> is. He's a kid to me. Baby Biden. Uh, he, I mean, his, his intellect is, is that of a kid. And he soils himself. So. And he soils him, yeah. yeah. All right. I love it. It's, it's, a, it's a circle. I love yesterday when he was actively napping during that meeting. That's <laughs> so great. He, he is not a kid. He is, he is an old, dementia-riddled man. And, and if, he, if he was younger and dementia-riddled, the, the conversation would, would still be awful for him. But he's the oldest president in history. Came in at 78. Trump was the oldest prior to him at 70. You look back in history, and there's people in their 50s, 60s, and then obviously a spattering of other ages. But, but <clears throat> this new trend of older folks is not good. We're, we're seeing it. We're experiencing it right now. Name something good 
that's going on under this very old man who, of course, Pelosi, who sounds drunk on Morning Joe. It's a morning <laughs> show, and she already seems blitzed. Well, she had her morning um, cocktail. I guess so. Screwdriver. What, 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 would you, what do you mix Chardonnay with as a morning drink? Hmm, I think it's a standalone. You have Char- a cup of coffee, some Chardonnay. Like Winston Churchill, what, what do you have? Like a brandy and a bottle of champagne for breakfast. Yeah, a cigar, <laughs> scotch, and a poached egg. God bless. How old did he live? I don't remember. I'll look it up. I don't know, but he has one of the greatest quotes of all time in my mind when a reporter asked him, how do, how are you, uh, what do you say? How do you drink alcohol for breakfast? And his response was practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. 90 years old when he, when he passed away. Bad habits. Live to 90. See, you can do it, too. Um, don't think that we don't try and challenge you here. We do. Um, <laughs> the, so... But I mean, so so we know this. We we beat up on Joe all the time, and for good reason. He deserves it. He he's super old, but more importantly than his age, because it's not because not not everyone ages the same way, right? But he is in significant cognitive decline. Everyone can see it. Everyone agrees on it, except for people who are just awful humans like Nancy Pelosi and his wife Jill. But you 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 see that, and you see those ages, and you talk about it, you go, okay. He came in at seventy eight. He's going to be well into his not well, but into his eighties you know, running in this next term, if he in fact still runs. And then you look at everyone else. You look at Pelosi saying he's a kid. You look at all these other people who are actively, uh, actively is not the right word, who are still in D.C. Some of them damn near since the Civil War. The whales. Yes, they, they've been there forever. In, in our Senate, we've got 27, 27 of our 100 senators, almost 30% of our senators are 70 years and above. Jeez. That's a big figure. Ch- Chuck Grassley, who just introduced some stuff on Biden today. Chuck Grassley's 89. Diane Feinstein, 89. Not looking too great, right? She can't see it because she's only got one eye working, but like she's not looking. <laughs> and she, uh, she's riddled with dementia. Now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's awful. And again, is she still in the wheelchair too? Don't, I don't know if she still is. No. I, I would think so. <laughs> For her sake. I, yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, you got Bernie, who's 81. Mitch McConnell's 80. Benjamin Cardin, 79. Jim Risch, I don't know if that's how you say his name, um, Republican from, from Idaho, 79. Durbin, 78. Angus King, 78. Edward Markey, 76. Blumenthal, 76. Romney, 75, out there making videos about hot dogs. That was so freaking weird. Pierre Delecto. Pierre Delecto. I wonder if Pierre Delecto is 75. Does your alter ego get a younger age? I believe it does. Probably so. Peter Welsh, 75. Maisie Hirono, 75. Joe Manchin, 75. Also someone who might run in his 70s. And, and, and that shows it there. I mean, you look at Joe Manchin versus Joe Biden, they're within five years or so of each other. Very different look and feel. But the list goes on and on. Point being, 27 of our United States senators are 70 years or older. That's a big figure. RFK is 69 now. He would be. And he's in good shape, he, too. Well, yeah, he's, he's in great shape. Yeah. Right, and RFK is an outlier. My, my thing with the age, it, to me, it doesn't matter what your age is as long as your faculties are still there. And if you're still in touch with uh, the prevailing trends of pop culture— because politics is downstream of pop culture, right. or vice versa. I don't never remember how that's <laughs> Either way, saying. something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. Th- th- that's true. 
But that, that, yeah, that's that's my point. If you're still, if you're that age and you're still in touch with what people are concerned about and your constituents are concerned about, then I have no problem with your age as long as you can do the job. But you have some of these people here, and let's face it, the main job of all these grifters who are in the Democrat Party and some of the, the rhinos in the Republican Party, their main job when they get to D.C. is to bring back the pork for their donors. Yeah. And that's all they're doing. Right. And so they could give a damn about the price of groceries, the price of gas, anything that a young couple in their 30s who just bought their first house is going to be concerned with. That's how far out of touch they are. Right. And to me, therein lies the problem. Right. No, that's a big problem. And, and here's the thing. I, I, age is not the only thing that should matter. Absolutely, your cognitive ability... But, but the kicker with it is this. You've got to look at it statistically. Once you get into certain age ranges, it, it varies for everyone. But in, generally speaking, you, you get into these, these, these older age ranges. There's some people who are in their 90s who make Nancy and some of these people look old. That, that they just have the right genes. They're healthy. Things have gone well for them. So it, it absolutely can happen. And this is never a slam on old people. But once you reach those ages, things change, and then they, when they start changing, they change fast. And right. that's where the problem is. Trump, Trump's doing great right now. Is he, like, physically fit? Not necessarily, but he's cognitively fit. But that could change really quick. I'm not suggesting it does. I certainly am not hoping it does. But the same thing could happen with, with a lot of these people. Joe Manchin looks like he's doing great at 75. But things can change. The, 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 the tide comes in and, and something changes and then, and then it, you start to decline and, and do so rapidly. My point is, is just I don't want a 35-year-old in there either. I, you want life experience. You want, whether it's from the private sector or for, from state, local government, whatever the case might be. But you, there's, I feel like we can meet somewhere in the middle, like we probably can on most issues in this country. Let's find right. some middle ground. If you can pass a cognitive test, you're in. You're there. Doesn't matter the age. You're, yeah. Well, but yeah. I, you know what I mean. I still have some concerns though when you get older because th right. things start to change and you don't know what you can't predict when they're going to. They can happen when you're younger too. Well, I'm, I'm saying if 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 we were to take a cognitive test and I failed, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm at my age. I can't I can't do this now because yeah. I've failed it. That would make it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. You take the test. If you pass it, cool. You're in. You're still in. If you're if you can't pass it, all right. We gotta we gotta find a new someone to take your seat. Right. It yeah. does. It changes rapidly when you get to that age. You get to a point where you're totally fine one day, and the next day you wake up to find yourself in your underpants wrestling over a hammer of some drifter that has made his way into your house. It's very specific. I like that. It, it, yeah. well, and it, it, it happened, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, but Joe where he is, the other candidates where they are, Pelosi where she is. Speaking of Pelosi, you know, she's obviously in the House of Representatives. We had... 27 of the 100 senators, 70 and above. The amount in the House, we have 74 in the House of Reps. Wow. That are 70 and above. Out of 100, or in the House of Representatives. Out of, House yeah. of Representatives, out of 435. But, yeah. but you're still, you're almost, so 30% of our, damn near, 30% of, of the senators, and damn near 20%, 20% of a big number of, of representatives in the House. That. Those to me just those are problematic, and 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 what's what's more problematic about it, too, is not the fact that they're 70, 72, 79, whatever the case might be. There's some things that open up there. 
The bigger issue is a lot of those people like Pelosi, like Maxine Waters, have been there since the beginning of time. And, and they don't do anything but look after themselves. They make no money salary-wise. I mean, they make a decent salary. They make, what, buck, buck 74, something like that. They make good money, but they're worth tens upon tens, hundreds in some cases of millions of dollars. They're all about themselves. They always have been. They've never been about this country, certainly not about their constituents at home, wherever they represent, uh, at where, where they likely don't even live. That, that's the bigger problem. You, <clears throat> you're not only 75 in this position or 82 in Pelosi's, but you've been in that position forever. It just shows that we've got a lot of problems. There's a lot of things that need to get fixed there. Are age limits gonna come in? No, probably not. Are term limits gonna come in? No, no they're not going to either. They all make too much sense, and that's why. Does it make sense? Is it good for this country? We're not doing it. <laughs> no, not if, happening. If you're watching uh, Peaky Blinders, have you ever watched? I think it's the, the last or the second to last season that's come out. That's the year that Nancy Pelosi was born. Just so you know, like, so you're <laughs> looking at it like, wait, she was born then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. She's old. <laughs> like, come on. She, she is. She is. She is. She is old. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break. Going to take a break. On the other side, we're going to show, we're going to squeeze in this clip and then get back on track for the second hour in terms of time. But there's a Navy vet running, and his ad's pretty cool, I think. Do you think it's cool, Tom? I do. Yeah. I, think, I think it's pretty cool. You know, for me, it's just not gay enough with the way everything's going nowadays. If you want to get my vote, you really got to gay it up. Gay it up. <laughs> Fair point. We'll let you guys judge if it's a cool ad, if it's in, in time. Or if it's gay enough. If it's gay enough. Is this Schlitz malt liquor gay? or Schlitz gay. Schlitz gay. Not my uh, Texas Panhandle said, Drew, in two weeks I turn 80. Good for you, Yeah. Tex. And I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're great. And we look, I, the, the lion's share of my audience is 50 plus. We, we've, we've got a, a younger growing audience, but, but the lion's share of it is, that's the conservative audience writ large. And again, I am not picking on, old, I'm not, I know you're not suggesting I am, but we're, I'm not picking on old people. But when you're the president of the United States or a key senator, a key representative, like I, I think that this just needs to be looked at. Like we, we, we're, we're going down collectively as a government. Or we're not going down. We're way down a bad trail. And someone just asked, "Want to run for president?" Tex. <laughs> <laughs> Jared was some. I love it. Uh, let's get this break in, then we'll get this commercial in and get back on track. Stick around. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com.
right, here we go. Let's squeeze this in. I keep saying that. Let's show this ad. <laughs> squeeze it in. Let's get it squeezed. Who wants a squeeze, anyone? It's a hot day. Uh, but you've got you've got some good political ads out there. You've get you got bad ones. We've shown you over the course of the the years on the show. Dumpster fire. Some of the worst <laughs> ones. Yeah, that was that one comes out. The mace Richard in the face. <laughs> Richard Painter was great. Um, the mace in the face. The mace in the face. Uh, something Lily or whatever in Colorado. Anyways, there's some good ones too, and you can't just base it on a on a political ad. We could. We've got a production house with lots of talented people who work here. We could make an inspirational badass political ad for a person who doesn't even exist or agree with the policies we tell them. So you can't go based solely on this. But this is a veteran who who is running for office. This is the ad. This is his his introduction to what he wants to do. Take a look. This is the scariest sound you will hear when you live in a communist country. This is the last sound my parents heard when their fathers were taken away in the middle of the night and they never saw their loved ones again. That's the sound of losing your freedom, the sound of always living in fear. That's my family's real life story. We escaped from Vietnam just days before Saigon fell to the communists. We were given a new life in the most generous country on earth. America saved my life. I graduated from the United States Naval Academy. I earned a master's in physics and fellowships at MIT and Harvard before the left replaced merit with racial quotas. I spent my life trying to repay my debt to America, my country, our country. With 25 years of service in Navy Special Operations, combat in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Somalia. But now our country has taken a dark turn. That's Joe Biden's Justice Department sending two dozen armed agents to arrest a pro-life activist in front of his family. That's Joe Biden's IRS raiding a gun shop and seizing thousands of records from law-abiding gun owners. Our names, our addresses, our social security numbers. That's Joe Biden arresting his challenger in the next election, a former president of the United States. And now a different sound. That's the sound of someone breaking into your home or business. The sound of crime destroying our cities and communities. That's how it all starts. They let criminals back on our streets. Millions of illegal immigrants pour across our border each year, including military-aged men from all over the world and enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in this country. And the Biden family? Well, that's how it works in a dictatorship. The rules don't apply to the rulers. We are losing our country. You know it, but you also know you can't say it. We're forced to say that wrong is right. We're forced to lie. We can't let that happen. I've been all over the world. Believe me when I tell you, if America fails, there's nowhere else to go. I'm Hung Kao, retired Navy captain running for the United States Senate. I still believe America can be the land of opportunity. I have an obligation to fight back against those who want to control our lives and disrupt our families. We need real fighters, not politicians, not bureaucrats, not keyboard warriors acting tough in a custom-made suit. No, not here in America. We must refuse to be intimidated. We must be fearless. 
I'm Hong Kao. I'm running for Senate, and I approve this message because I'm not done fighting for us. I like it. Yeah, I'd vote for him. Yeah, I mean, he's, again, you can't base everything on a political ad. Don't, don't ever do that. But you, you, you see a guy who has served this country, whose family has experienced communism, and those are the type of people you want. Those are the type of people you want fighting for you, fighting for this republic. I, I, I'm, I, again, I don't know all of his policy points, so I can't say I'm down with him. I'm down with his ad. I'll say the ad is great. He's running against Tim Kaine. Remember that guy? Yep. Hillary's running mate. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> A lot of right. people forget that that rotted tooth old crank was her running mate. That old crank. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's 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 going to be people like this who, first of all, I think step one is you've got to have folks in America who realize communism is is beyond creeping in. It's here. Is it widespread? No. But it, are they trying to make it widespread? Yes. So you've got to have people who recognize that are willing to fight. And, and, and families, you always, these cautionary tales you hear from families, where, wherever they're from, that have experienced it, should be listened to. And people write them off like, oh, this immigrant's over here talking about something bad. The communists in America are different, though. They tell us it's going to be great. What do you think they told them there, you idiot? Like, I mean, it's, it's just not, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, someone asked earlier, too, by the way, before the question. I don't, I don't know. Drew, uh, talking to me, I, you are conservative, I can tell, but I hope you're on Trump's, and then it just goes away. And some of the people asked about it. There was never any clarification. I, I'm not on, I don't know what you're referring to, but I'm, I'm, I'm on Team America. I, I'll tell you that. America. Uh, I'm not on any one candidate. I don't bend the knee to any one candidate. Um, I just like the country and want it to stick around. That's where I'm on. I'm definitely not on any one thing, any one candidate, or, or or since you didn't finish your sentence, if it's sexually, I didn't, I'm not on that either. Uh, that's not happening. But <clears throat> keep an eye on this guy, Hunk Cow. Interesting candidate in Virginia. Got his, got his, got his, got his start with this ad. It was a great start. We'll see where he lines up on, on other policies moving forward. And moreover, even if he's great and all of his policies line up now, if he were to get in, let's see how his policies stand the dc swamp how they stand up to permanent washington because a lot of people go there with good intentions it's it's whether you can stay true to who you are what your constituents want from you and what this country needs from you or whether you get just sucked into the machine okay we're i hate to do this we're going to take one more quick break here but we're going to come back we're going to be on track for the second hour hopefully the third hour too we have a ton to get to still lots of stories we're going to go we're going to talk Big Macs, which is random, I know, but we're going to because it ties in with the economy. We're going to talk more about this IRS stuff. We've got Ukraine coming up, who's already using their, their, the cluster bombs. You've got Ukraine, who sent us another wish list, which is uh, cute. I, I like to say demands. <laughs> Here's our list of demands. Fair point, because all of them will be met. Uh, so we're going to talk. We got all that. We got that's meme-tastic. We've got the post-show presser. All that stuff still coming up. Lots of time together. Stick around.
so apparently the Big Mac has become a high-priced delicacy in Connecticut. Who would have seen it coming? <laughs> Who would have seen it coming? McDonald's, which is, look, <clears throat> we all grew up for the most part liking McDonald's, great on road trips. I, I still like the taste of the Quarter Pounder. I think it's, I think it's a good, good tasting fast food burger, but I think their food is garbage. I, it's, I, I don't, there's no nutritional value. I think we can at least all probably agree on that. That's not to say I'm some perfect eater. I, gosh, the decisions I make on on other consumption, is, I'm not but the best at it. It's it's the perfect little treat if you want to have a nice sugary mouth party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not how I would describe it. But yes, <laughs> sugary mouth party is how some people might describe it. But apparently it's, it's pretty damn expensive in Connecticut. There's this restaurant located off of I-94 that's drawn a lot of attention for its inflated menu prices with other burger meals um, being super expensive there, too. It's not just the Big Mac. But you've got uh, Diner Sam Lerner, someone who, who went to this place, who wrote on Twitter, this was at a rest stop, but these McDonald's prices are nuts, right? And he then shared an image of the menu, which showed a Big Mac meal, which was $17.59 for the Big Mac meal. Nothing at McDonald's costs 17 You can feed a family for damn near $17.59. The average price, keep in mind, and I'm exaggerating there, but the average price for that meal across the country is $8.64. That's according to McDonald's themselves. This place here, though, like, you know, this is like the, the, the people who are jacking up gas prices and, and, and so many other people who jacked up whatever, name a product during the last couple of years with all the nonsense we've gone through here. But you, you, you've got their, it's their quarter pounder with cheese meal was $17.99. 10-piece chicken nugget? 1829 this those are those are some crazy prices and you've so you've got this restaurant who's obviously being accused of greedflation practice of cashing in on headlines about inflation by boosting prices more than necessary but can you imagine i mean this <clears throat> our economy sucks supply supply issues are, are down in some areas again joe just learning about that having just learned about the supply chain six years ago he admitted that i'm not making that up Promise he said it. He said it multiple times, in fact. But you've got a, a place who's going hard to the hoop and like things are, are sucking right now. People want to come eat our shit. They always have. We're McDonald's. We're just charging whatever we want. But and it's a blue state, of course, in Connecticut who has this. Would you pay that, though? I, I, eight, eight, 18 bucks for one of those meals? Yeah, it seems a little steep. <laughs> I think there are probably other places that I'd rather go than to get a Big Mac for $18. Taco Bell comes to mind. I know you have issues with Taco Bell, but at least you're not. They have nothing on the, their menu that's going to gouge you as badly as this. But this just goes back to the, the, the state of the country right now, whereas fast food for the longest time was something that, you know, you grab quick. If you're single, just entering the workforce, it, it's a cheap and easy meal, yeah. and it, it's not going to break the bank. But now it's breaking the bank. And this is just one more to add to the checklist of misery that the Democrats bring in with all their policies. Yeah. And whether it's greedflation or Bidenomics, the fact of the matter is the Democrats now own this. Yeah, It's them. Yeah. And so as far as I'm concerned, it's their fault. Well, I, no, I think you're right. I mean, it is their fault. And, and we keep being told that Bidenomics is working, to which I keep saying, where? Like, point, point to a spot where it's actually working. Point to a family 
who actually agrees with that. It, it's just the not, Bidens. Other than the Bidens. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's going great for them. I'm sure Karine Jean, Karine Jean Pierre is doing pretty well, too. But it's just not working. And 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 neither is the party. Let's let's skip past it. I just wanted to bring that up because I wanted to see if people were willing to to uh, is it the special sauce, Jill? Yeah, that's some that's some special sauce on there. I mean, McDonald's used to be the place you could go. You know, you could get a cheap meal. You know, quick. Yes, it's maybe not the best, but hey, we can feed the family, and we're not oh, yeah. going to we're not like going to spend fifty nine cent cheeseburger. Yeah. like on Wednesdays or something like that. Yeah. Like I'll have the. I'm just going to get a couple, but um, can I have thirty two <laughs> cheeseburgers? <laughs> and and now, I, I remember like when Chick Fil A came around, that was the more expensive thing. And now it's like, let's just go to Chick Fil A. It's it's cheaper. I yeah, like the whole family would go. Remember, McDonald's had the little ashtrays, those little tin ashtrays in the smoking section of the restaurant. Yes. And then they put it in the playland, and that got ruined because you had random men, unaccompanied men, getting in their underwear and sitting in the ball pit. So, seen it a hundred times. <laughs> Wasn't there one they threw snakes in too? Like, oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, there was a story on it. Like, I mean, not McDonald's, obviously, someone yeah. else did, but you don't want to jump in that ball pit. No, no. no. Uh, when I uh, in high school, when I worked at Chick Fil A, I hated having to clean it because you're like, oh, a kid threw up in the in the top part of the plate. Like, crap, crap. <laughs> I got to go up and smell vomit for 30 minutes as I'm trying to soak it up. It's disgusting. But you got to play in the play thing. I mean, that's a nice break from work, right? <laughs> play with somebody else's vomit. <laughs> Let's put it this way: Would you rather be cooking in front of a fryer or mopping up someone's vomit in an enclosed area where that's all you're smelling? I'd rather be smoking a cigar. 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, option C. Option C. <laughs> um, so, but you, Bidenomics, they keep telling us these are all working. It, this, this plan is working. It's not. You're seeing stuff like this. You're seeing people make dumbass, crazy, greedy decisions to try and combat the awful situation that we're all facing economically. And we talked the other day about Manchin potentially running as a third party candidate. And I just wanted to bring this in here because there's a new poll out. <clears throat> Almost half of U.S. voters, 47%, are now saying they would consider voting for a third-party candidate, which How is many? Say that again. 47%. Wow. Oh, wow. So think about that. I mean, the, the, the third party has never—whether it's an independent, whether it's the Green Party, whether whoever, fill in the blank, a third party, a not-Republican or a not-Democrat— has never really stood a chance. Ross Pro is ahead of his time, yeah. <laughs> but but they've never they've never really stood a chance, right? And I still am not saying that they do now, to be clear. I, I don't think that they do. But while we shouldn't trust polls, that's a high figure. Forty seven percent. And you know who that, that figure's really bad for? Joe. Joe Biden. That is horrible for Joe Biden that that many people are are fed up and saying no 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 no. It's, it, it, to be clear, I don't think it's good for Trump either, but it's particularly bad for Joe because the person who right now it would seem would be that third party candidate would be Joe Manchin who would siphon off votes primarily from the Democrats. Well, you have so many people who absolutely hated Trump and voted for Biden out of spite and just their hatred for him. But now that they have Biden and they see what's going on, there's a lot of buyer's remorse going on right now. Because if he, if Joe Biden was even remotely popular, you would see a pro-Joe Biden shirt, a flag, right. anything. You never see any of that. He has no support other than the base of sycophants. Right. That's it. And, and his, the other support that he has are the people in charge of the Democrat Party who just needed an empty-headed suit to be placed there, and they would make all the decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, 
given this new polling and given given what you just said given the fact there's no excitement they're still going to want him or someone like him there because he's an empty suit and he'll do their bidding he's just a willing pawn who's happy to have power and and all of that but but i mean do you i look at it this way and then you see these numbers which again i don't put a whole lot of faith in polls but when they're pretty strong and significant numbers then you put a little into it. Maybe it's not really 47, but it's probably higher than we all thought it was kind of a thing. You <clears throat> you look at how fed up people are and frustrated with Joe because he's an embarrassment to our country. You do. You've got the people who voted for Biden just because he wasn't Trump, even if they were Republicans. Orange man bad. Because orange man bad. They, there's a lot of those people. And some of you guys in the audience are diehard Trumpers. That's I get it. But let's let's think pragmatically here for a second. There's still a lot of those people. So Trump came in, was a necessary evil, voted for him twice. Thankful he came in, he had a great term, did amazing things in terms of policy for this country. No one paid attention to it because of all the heat he took from the media, the onslaught from the media and from the left. But that was necessary to, to show how broken D.C. is. And we still don't even know how, the, the depths of how broken it is. And it's terrifying even where we are now. But you had to have that happen. Could could this be, could all of what happened the last seven years be what kind of eventually makes a legitimate path for a third-party candidate to at least be taken seriously? Maybe not win, but be taken seriously and and get enough enough votes where it's not just a, oh, they got 6%, who cares? They got 3%, who cares? Yeah, George Washington, uh, in one of his speeches, I think it was when he was leaving after his second term, said that the, the country cannot survive in a two-party system. There needs to be more parties. It, 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 within reason, I think, if you've got three parties, okay, I can see that. But once you start getting into, like, the like three main parties, I know that you have the Socialist Party, the Green Party, the Communist Party, and so forth. But when you have a majority of people, if it's now divided into thirds amongst the country of Republican, Democrat, and whatever the other name of the third party is, I think that's, it's a reasonable choice for people who are just fed up with the two parties and how corrupt both of them have become. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense to me. It, it makes sense that we would get to that point because they have, I hate the Republican party as much as I hate the Democrat party. And in some regards, sometimes more just because how they always lie to us and are just this toothless apparatus that pretends to look out for us and they don't that's not to say i hate republicans i'm i consider myself a republican but i i think that they're a broken ass party i don't i don't think more options is a bad thing and then if depending on how it goes sometimes you're going to have someone who takes more votes away from dems sometimes more from 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 republicans i don't know i i don't know how i feel about it yet it's 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 new to me it's never been a real thing because it's never really it's, it's never been to the point where someone could cause a big enough stink or have any kind of chance whatsoever. But but with this polling, with someone like Manchin, who who I wouldn't vote for, and I'm not behind, it's an interesting conversation at the at the least, at minimum. Uh, and, and it's an interesting time that we're in, in our country because it, it maybe is, is the most possible time that we've ever been in for a third party. Now, and this is like a true third party person, not, oh, RFK didn't get the ticket as a Democrat, now he's going to run in the third party slot, like, you know, it's someone who really comes from that ranks or you think it could be someone that, oh, they didn't get on the tickets. So now they're going to run over here. 
Well, I, they're going to have. I mean, I, I don't think it matters to to a certain extent, but they're going to have to have some serious people behind them. You're going to have to have a, a lot of money and a lot of influence. Yeah. You can't just jump in and be. You can't be vermin supreme, who, who right. you know, like that's not going to work. But if 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 no labels, you know, who just had this event Monday with with Joe Manchin there, if they decide they're going to push this and they're going to convince and they and they talk Joe into doing it, and he runs. I think it could be interesting. But then you have the Libertarian Party, who a lot of people, like myself, I consider myself to be more libertarian, libertarian-leaning than anything else, has never been uh, a third party with any kind of teeth to it. Right. You know, they just has never been taken seriously, and a lot has to do with the fact that the Libertarians get together, they had that one fat guy take his clothes off on stage. So nobody's going to really, you know, take you seriously if you're getting naked. So. <laughs> or maybe they will. Yeah. I mean, it's 2023. You never know. Yeah, all guesses. It worked for Chris Farley. I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Anyways, at, at minimum, I think it's an interesting conversation. I think it's interesting to see that poll number is massive. That is a big number of people who say they would be willing to vote for an independent candidate. So we'll see where it leads us. I think anyone can agree that guessing these days has gotten really tricky of knowing where this country is going everything is changing not for the better everything is changing fast it's it's hard to keep up but we'll we'll keep discussing this we'll see what happens with with no labels and joe or or someone else for that matter but that that seems like the most likely thing if that scenario were to play out all right on the other side we've got this new demand list from zelensky and ukraine they want a lot more stuff from us and i'm sure they're going to get it because our people just want to keep fighting a war that we shouldn't be fighting we'll talk about it after the break When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks So Ukraine's military 
needs they need more stuff they say they need an additional 300 armored vehicles and dozens of f-16 fighter jets to accelerate their efforts against russian forces get them out of their entrenched positions in the south and east of the country that according to ukrainian officials this week so the, here's a quote. I'll read a quote. Of course, we need additional armored vehicles, two to 300 tanks, first of all. <laughs> first of all, look, America, two to 300 tanks. And then he continued, we need 60 to 80 F-16 planes in order to close the skies as well, especially in the area near the front. Bro, how much is an F-16? <laughs> 40 to 60 of them? That's a chunk of change. Yeah. Well, his comment there is 60 to 80 of them. Uh, it's it's right here's the deal ukraine my answer our answer here in the studio no one is asking us would be no and not only no but fuck no the problem is is lindsey graham is going to go think about this he's going to get a male massage there's you know he's going to get rubbed down in a bathhouse or maybe somewhere in a back alley and then he and his friends are going to get together they're going to have a drink It'll, it'll probably be like some sort of watermelon spritz or something. And and then they're going to say, Vladimir, we've talked. And the answer is yes. We'll give you everything you want. By the way, can you show us that dancing video again? That was so cute. Like, I mean, they're going to get what they want. Eventually, they're going to get our military <laughs> the way this is going. I, I mean, <laughs> let's just build a base there. Might oh. as well. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, we have small, small little yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, now, I'm, but I'm I mean, just saying, like, let's just, let's just, let's just, you know, well, let's build a new whole new yeah, building right let's there. Let's stay there for 20 years, fight against the Russians, build a base there, and then in 20 years, leave and give all our shit to Russia. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Probably is what's going to happen. It's probably not too far from the truth. I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. But but the the this happens all the time it's not just ukraine to be clear it happens to be ukraine right now but the call of these people to tell us and demand from us all the things they need to try and fight this bs war that's essentially over it's not over functionally because it's it's going but it 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 really is over the only reason it's going is because we keep perpetuating it we keep giving them more stuff. They keep going. Hey, and then we keep telling them too. You should do this too. Let's help. We'll help you do this. You want? Let's blow this bridge up. Let's do this, and and it and it perpetuates the war when it when it should be over. But these guys, I mean, uh, this is a massive problem. We talked about age earlier. A another big issue. One of a long, long list of our elected representatives. Again, I use elected representatives very lightly because that's not what they are. Are neocons. Who love war, love spending money, love spending your and my taxpayer money on stuff that we're not in agreement with. That's 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 what's happening. And then so they're asking for more. And and you, we can go back to when Jen Psaki was still press secretary. And she said that it would be a war crime to use cluster bombs yep. in the Ukraine-Russian war. Fast forward. Jen's gone. We got the token chick in there now. And America has given them cluster bombs. We've given Ukraine cluster bombs. Fast forward again from that. That was just weeks ago. Less than I feel like. And Ukraine is using cluster bombs against Russia. You guys. I mean, that. We're doing it. <laughs> what are we doing? 
these th these things are nasty you guys this is this is not this is not a weapon you want in the battlefield because because it has it's it's first of all you've got a bomb that drops and then and then opens up and and smaller bombs disperse from it right so it goes down but you have all sorts of issues so it wreaks all sorts of havoc on the battlefield nasty deaths nasty explosions but you'll have some that don't detonate that people will find kids are out there playing later what's this and then and then i mean you don't have to buy as many christmas presents but it's a tragic death i mean there's it it's just not good they are seen by most of the international community as awful awful tools and here we are saying it's not our fight this is ukraine russia we're just helping them by the way here's some real nasty shit go kill them all right go do it we're, we're the, the amount of stuff i mean from the very get-go patriot missiles all this stuff it's like what are you doing what are you doing and they know what they're doing isn't our reserve low too still or i know our, our stockpile our weapons and ammunition yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely and is. our strategic oil supply is at an all-time low all-time low we're we're so poorly positioned to do anything on the world stage right now because we've sent it all away and or we've turned off our own oil faucets here when we were doing great and and everyone else by which was not only that we've turned that off our oil reserves are low but as we keep talking about the dollars becoming obsolete all of the oil deals across the planet all these trade deals across the planet are kicking the u.s dollar to the curb so the value of the dollar is going down the dollar is being used in less and less of these oil transactions it's not good. I've got some good news. Please, please. Hey. I love good news. Yeah. 36%. I was reading this yesterday. 30, 36% of our submarine fleet is now in dry dock. Oh, great. Hmm. <laughs> that seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, for one time. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we have no one making good decisions right now. None. None. Lloyd Austin and General Milley just aren't cutting it. Who would have thought? <laughs> what, what do you think Lloyd Austin and General Milley are doing right now? Oh, having a cigar. Laughing. Uh, back, uh, patting each other on the back, talking about how great they are, thinking about different ways of how we can get more soldiers to transition, yeah. really you know, reach out to the gay community. And not not the, really the gay community, but like the Antifa folk, the, the trans-Tifa people and somehow get them involved. It's like, you know what? You know, going over these videos of Portland and Seattle, you know, these guys are pretty good at guerrilla warfare. We'd like to bring some of them in and train them up for our specialized units. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds. You know, it, we have we have a rising or trying to have a rising force of gay and then we we what was it a few months ago we showed the footage from China where it's like the women force that are out there. They're they're going to kick our ass because they actually have fighters they're willing to do the dirty work well we have fighters to be yeah. clear we just but we don't have leadership i mean th we've got those guys doing everything tom just talked about probably thumbing through like a banana republic magazine i mean it's it's it we're just we don't have the leadership there and to the troll who's there we just kicked you out but um drew sounds like a real foreign relations guy i it's it's kind of funny like i actually spent most of my mm. life yeah. doing that overseas <laughs> but um but you won't know because you're gone now um but it's it, it really up oh, here is. comes the conspiracies. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it, it, it's so funny. Like th this, it's not funny. But you've got these people making all these positions, these decisions rather, where we have nothing to. If we needed to fight for real, we're not in the position to do it. If no. we needed to take care of our own, which we should all the time, we're not in position to do that. 
here on domestic issues on for all, all of it and yet we're we're just more than willing to send all of this stuff over there all of this stuff that putin keeps calling out and saying we will treat that as this this is that kind of a level of threat that is a nuclear level threat that maneuver there that's considered a a red line and we keep just pushing across it which i <laughs> if if we were a strong military with strong leadership right now i'd be like i like our balls i like the fact that we're saying bring it bitch but that's not what we're doing and that's not who we are right now this this is this is there's a difference between being being strong america peace through strength fuck around and find out america and and being everyone's bitch america and making horrible reckless decisions that could get us into a hot war when we're as we just described not positioned to do it you talk about not being able to help our own i mean i'm going to put this on mute and just play but look at this this is a side-by-side Kiev 2023 and Philly 2023. And just look at the differences. What's going on here in America and over in Kiev. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's sad because here we are. We have people that are really in need, and yet we don't have the funds to help the people that are really in need here. But we can send the money to people and, and <clears throat> ammunition and tanks and cluster bomb, all that stuff yeah. over there. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> exactly. Take all of our weapons. Take all of our ammo because we've got plenty of dildos and glass bongs to go <laughs> for our military. <laughs> uh, but here's the deal. I mean, this is going to keep going. And you can see it based on the decisions that are being made now, based on the policy decisions that are being made. You can see that this is going to perpetuate and grow. You're going to, you referenced earlier, let's make this a 20-year deal. They're going to treat this like Afghanistan or the insurgency in Iraq. And this thing is going to last for a long, long time. And we will have bigger established presence there in terms of bases, personnel, diplomatic stuff, which doesn't really ever do anything. But but it would be nice for once if the diplomatic folks would try and do something now because uh, we've done none of that. But you're going to see that this is the path that we are on. And it doesn't seem to have an end in sight, because if there was an end in sight, if they if they strategically and tactically wanted out, we, it, we we'd be done. We'd be done. I don't agree with Trump saying I can end this in 24 hours. I don't think it's that simple. I think he could do it. I think some other strong GOP leaders could do it too. Not in 24 hours, but you've got to want to do it. There's no one who wants right now who's in a leadership position in D.C. who wants to do it. And that's a very key piece that's missing that you, you kind of need to have. Okay. On the other side, we're going to talk about Trump. And as they continue this January 6th, there's the two indictments that have already happened. There's this new one that looks like it's imminent. With, with regards to January 6th, the special counsel, Jack Smith, they're all pushing for this. But let's talk again, because we got into some of it the other day, but let's talk again about what this really means. Let's talk about what they're trying to actually hit Trump with. We've, we've alluded to it and talked about it before, but let's get a little bit more specific. We're going to do that right after the break. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. So... Jack Smith and the special counsel continue their witch hunt. They continue going after Donald Trump. And look, here's the deal. We've had some trolls here today. You're welcome until you're not. But this is not a Donald Trump show. This, what's going on with Jack Smith, the special counsel, and the way that they are going after him because of what he has done to them, because of what he's exposed, you should all be concerned about this. This is terrifying. Whether you're going to vote for Trump or not, whether you like or hate Trump or not, everyone should see this for what it is. I know that's not the world we live in. I know that's not how things work anymore, even though they should. But everyone should take that approach of this is dangerous. We do not want to live in a third world banana republic. That's where we're trending towards. And if this goes through, then we that's where we in fact are. And you could argue we're there now, and I think that's probably a fair argument. But, but we certainly are, if this goes through... But this is what, what what you're seeing as it pertains not so much with the Georgia one, but that one, too. But on, on the, the most prominent level, the January 6th investigation that they just informed Trump that he's got to go before the grand jury and is likely to be indicted on. This is all a last ditch effort for Democrats to scuttle Trump's White House run. And to link him directly through the courts to what they call an insurrection, to the events of January 6th. That, that was the sole purpose. If you go all the way back, go back in time, that was the sole purpose of the security state operation on January 6th. You just have to, if you, you got to step back and look at the pieces and then connect them, even though some of them are years apart, and see how they play. Because they play the long game. They play the game better than we do. They want to now fast forward. Okay, that happened. You got him impeached. You've been throwing mud on his face for years and years. Fast forward to now, he's been indicted twice. He's about to get that career criminal tag, right? That like time and time again, he's been, a, he's been charged as a criminal. Kind of, kind of uh, stigma is the word I was looking for. But now you've got this one coming up. And this is a big deal. And this was their sole purpose the whole time. And what they want to do with this is they want to link him directly to that, even though they know that that's bogus, but they, they don't care because they don't care about reality. They don't care about what it even looks like. They just care about the results that they need and they want, and they want to be able to invoke Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. That's what this is about. 
here's what that says. Here's what Section 3 says. No person, person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislator or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection, notice that word, or rebellion against the same or given aid comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. That's why we're seeing this indictment of the elderly people in Michigan, for example, because they need all these extra pieces to add to this storyline to help fabricate and, and further develop this narrative where they can connect the dots and connect these crimes to, to Donald Trump. They need him to be the mastermind. They need him to be the mastermind. They need to use language that, in fact, uses the term insurrection, but language that would be surrounded or, or involved in such a, such a thing. And, and that's, that's, I think, what they're actively doing. And that's why this one here that's coming up, the Jack Smith indictment that's likely to potentially happen this week or next, is, is a really freaking big deal. When January 6th happened, we're, we're so used to, we're so conditioned to Democrats using overinflated language when they breathlessly and pearl-clutchingly start yelling about things because their references never match up to whatever they're talking about, right? Right. right. Same thing with the insurrection, well, the, the riot. It looked like a riot to all of us. Right. At least that's what it looked like to me. It did not look like an insurrection. So when it was going on, I was thinking, why are they calling this an insurrection? It's a riot. It's a group of people breaking shit, you know, taking selfies or whatever, walking through the Capitol. It doesn't seem like this is an armed, hostile takeover of the government. So is it just Democrats using throwing this word around? And then it dawned on me when I started putting all the pieces together they use that word because they knew the media would parrot it, and that's their narrative to use the 14th Amendment, and specifically Section 3, to make sure that Trump is, is not able to ever hold an office again. Yeah, and that, is a, and that is the goal, and that is a massive win. He can't hurt them the way that he did before and the way that he could if he got back into office, if he can't, if he can't hold office. And you're right. I mean, that's, that's why this term has been used. If you understand what an actual insurrection is, you understand that the events of January 6th, well, they weren't good. It wasn't a good look for our country. It was not an insurrection. Period. End of story. There's really, there should not even be a debate or discussion about that. If, if you want to say, well, I think it was the right place to, to, to protest because that's the people's house and that's it. I, I don't completely disagree with that. I still think it was a bad look for the country, but I don't disagree. That's where you go to protest. You shouldn't have broken shit or stolen laptops and done stuff like that. But like, that's that's where you go to protest. But you can have the debate about what what was right, what was wrong about that day. But it was not an insurrection. It was not the darkest day in American history. It, it just was none of those things. But when you when you package it together like this, Tom, and you look at the verbiage in 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 Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment, it all comes together. And there's been tons of talk about the Fourteenth Amendment. We've talked about the Fourteenth Amendment on the show before here, but. You look specifically at that verbiage and you look at the fact that that is a key and prominent word in there and it does all make sense. These guys play the long game. They know what they're doing. They have a strategy. 
And this one's taken years to develop. Years to develop, but you you could see it happening because everyone is against the guy. And and they've got a lot of the pieces. And and by all accounts, it looks like this next indictment's coming, which helps tie him to this and make it seem like he is the mastermind. When when uh, to me, and I'm not some diehard Trump guy, that just seems categorically absurd. It's as absurd as when that one chick said that Trump made a move inside the beast to jerk the steering wheel out of the Secret Service guy. Yes. That's how absurd all of this is becoming. And it, it, the, the, the breathlessness of Democrats trying to make sure that Trump or anybody like Trump, this, this is about Trump, but it's also to send a message to everybody else that if you're not handpicked by one of these two parties— to hold elective off, elected office, forget about it. You're not in the club. You will never be in the club, and we don't want anything to do with you. Right. So sit down, shut up, and do as you're told. That's the message that, that permanent Washington is sending to the rest of the, the citizens of the United States. Yeah. No, I agree. It is. It is. And, it, man, it's going to be tough sledding moving forward. What's interesting, staying with Trump— Real quick, is you've got you've got this Georgia indictment or in case that's going on that could lead to a fourth indictment, uh, presuming this third one goes through, which it looks like it will, uh, and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. We'll see. But you've you you go back to 2020, and Brian Kemp was the governor, right? Remains the governor. Uh, this <sighs> this was um, an interesting conversation because there there was there was fallout between. Trump and, and Kemp. Of course, he had you had all the, the the attorney general and you had the different folks that he was getting into spats with. A lot of it over the call, a lot of it over the votes, a lot of a lot of that stuff. Anyways, Trump threw <clears throat> and I'm not a Brian Kemp fan, to be clear, but Trump went after Kemp and, and which he often does. If you're not on his team, he does turn on you pretty quick. And he turned on Kemp again, I think, for pretty good reason. Kemp got a lot of guff from Donald Trump during the election. But he, he said in this interview with Caitlin Collins, who just can't get her shit together on CNN, it just c continues to be a fail for her. But he sat down with her and he told her that he would still, despite all of that, support Trump if he were to be the GOP nominee. And it just, you can tell, it blows her mind. So take a look at this clip. You said you'll do what you can to get the Republican nominee elected, even if it's Trump. I'm going to certainly be supporting a Republican nominee to beat Joe Biden. But even, I mean, Trump pressured you to overturn the election. He wanted you to call a special session. He, he said he was ashamed that he had endorsed you because you didn't do. You said you couldn't do what he wanted you to do there. I mean, he called you hapless. Even despite all of that, you would still work to get him elected. He's a nominee. He was mad at me. I was not mad at him. I told him exactly what I could and couldn't do when it came to the election, and I followed the law and the Constitution. And as I've said before, that's a lot bigger than Donald Trump. It's a lot bigger than me. It's a lot bigger than the Republican Party. And that's what I'm going to continue to do as the governor, and that's what I did in 2020. Uh, but despite all of those things, I believe anybody running for president right now is a Republican that would be better than what we're seeing with the Biden-Harris administration. I just think it might surprise some people that you would work to help get him elected, given your history with him. Well, I would ask a lot of people. I mean, I, you know, I have people that say, you know, I just can't go there and do that. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, the next president's going to be picking probably another Supreme Court justice and, you know, uh, judges on the Court of Appeals and federal judgeships and, 
you know, dealing with strengthening our military and standing up to our adversaries around the world. And who do you want? To, who would you want to be your president? I mean, that's the question that everybody's got to ask themselves. All right. So there you go. I mean, and he makes some good points. Uh, it, basically, anyone but Joe. Anyone is going to be better than Joe. And we've got some shitty people in the primaries with with Chris Christie and a couple other folks who 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 have no place being there but his his stance is that it's not necessarily all in on Trump it's it's I want anyone who can beat and take these democrats out of office but it was interesting you listened to her she sounded like a teenage girl who was trying to convince a friend to hate another girl because that girl's <laughs> dating her old boyfriend or something like but <laughs> But like her mind was blown that he would still do that. But he was mean to you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's how. That's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> I love it. Like you just don't get it. You don't get. First of all, she doesn't get that she's a willing pawn of the left that will be kicked to the curb, and and she literally probably will be soon because all of the stuff she's done on CNN has underperformed. It's not gone well for her, so she'll likely be kicked to the curb by her network. But eventually, the party that you you shill for will throw you in the dumpster and move on from you. But that's what's remarkable is is people on our side of the aisle, you can like Kemp, not like Kemp. Most most stronger America First conservatives aren't on Brian Kemp's team, and I don't blame him. I, he's got some problems, not just because of the Trump stuff. He's got some other problems. He's also got some things that he does, he does fine. But most of us are at this point where maybe you prefer Trump or DeSantis or whoever your, your candidate is. But all of us really should be, to an extent, we just can't have this like and democrats don't get that like that's a different it's a different mindset we are losing our country entirely and you're trying to convince you're trying to he's she's essentially trying to convince brian kemp to vote for joe biden <laughs> like that that's what's happening there like girl it's not going to happen we we share nothing in common by the way i love his southern draw yeah i i i I can leave some of his policies alone, but his, if he could read me a book or something, that would be great. <laughs> I'll put a, put a call into the government. The Night Before Christmas, read by Brian Kemp. <clears throat> but it, it, it's, to me, it was just fascinating. It's, it's, that's how we play. That's how, we, that's how we, we've got to play, and we've got we've to get people out to, to vote, even if your person doesn't win on our side. Look, Chris Christie's not going to be the nominee, so you don't have to worry about voting for him. Nikki Haley has a ton of problems. Doug Tim Bergen. Scott has a ton of problems. Doug, Doug Bergen. Bergen. Also not be the <laughs> I've game. been waiting. I was like, when's Tom going to bring up Bergam? <laughs> You're going to have Trump, DeSantis, or Vivek as your person. And I encourage you to vote for whoever that person is once the primaries are done. Cut out all the bullshit infighting and vote for, for our side and get other people to vote because we know there's going to be some shenanigans. So we don't have what we have now because we can't. I mean, good, you're, you're likely going to have another SCOTUS appointment, which would be huge for us. I mean, think of the swing we'd have if we got that. But you're going to have a lot. But moreover, I just don't think our country can survive four more years of what we're going through right now. And I know everyone says that every election, but you look at how aggressive the communists have gotten and how aggressive their 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 proxies have gotten. It, that's going to be a tough. That, that's not good. We're we're at the end of the fundamental transformation that both Michelle and Barack talked about of what they want to do with the country. And I keep going back to this, but Michelle laid it all out when when she said that in order to have a fundamental um, uh, transition of the United the transformation of the United States, we have to get we have to re. Um, 
recreate or redo some of you know our history as well as you know like our holiday re rethink our how reinvent our holidays or I, i'm i'm botching up what she said but it was all in line with starting over again from year zero just like that happened in the french revolution and mao's revolution it, they and it, it they do this all the time the marxists come in they get rid oh it was rethink we have to uh, we'll come up with new traditions yeah. is what she said was traditions so they've laid out what the plan is and when Joe Biden gets up there and says, we're almost done, we're almost to the finish line, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the fundamental transformation of the United States The Barack Obama started in 2008, and they thought it was going to—they thought that they would be a lot further along, and actually the transformation would have taken place if Hillary would have won, because she would have made the perfect foil and the perfect dictator— but now Trump came in and spoiled their plans. So now it's full on. The, 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 the pedal is smashed to the floor and they're going as fast as they can. They're, they're doing a full on blitzkrieg. So the average American just wakes up one day and goes, what happened? Why am I being dragged out of my house in the middle of the night right. for a Facebook post? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's so freaking close. It's so freaking close. This that is how they play the game. We just we can't do it. We we cannot do for God forbid eight more years if they put up someone else. Um, this this expen no one lasts this long. We're on what two forty seven two forty seven two forty seven. Yeah. No, no. We're, we're we're coming up on the end. But when you say we'll never last, you know, four more years, you're right. And it's not going to be. We won't last the eight years if. This, if this goes the way that's going and Biden is reelected, there is no more eight years. There's no more 16 years. There's no, it, it's over with yeah. at that point. They have taken control. There is one party now. All the, the rhinos are going to cave. The Freedom Caucus is all going to be jailed. And we're going to end up with a Chinese style government here. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Sounds so good, right? Can we just jump over to That's Memetastic? Yeah, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> Guys, we're getting close to That's Memetastic, close to the post-show press. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound so grim, but Debbie I get Downer over up here. once in a while. Yeah, well, hey. Know, yeah. It's true, though. It, this is where we are. This is we're, we're in a dark place. There's a lot on the line. This 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 next this current election cycle next election is absolutely massive for our country. The last one was too. Everyone said it was the most important one. It was. Look at the damage that they've done. It's been two and a half years. It has not been that long, and look at all the damage that has been done to this country in that short period of time. So it's only they've only gotten more and more bold. They're they're going to go harder and harder to the hoop, and we have got to do something. And even a minor victory. We all want major victories now. They didn't they didn't get to this point where they had all this control and, and, and power over so many things overnight. It has been they've been chipping away for 60, 70, 80, I mean, for a long time. This is this has been a long time coming. So they didn't get here overnight to get to this position where they could fundamentally just rip up the Constitution, tear up our republic and start over. And we're not going to get it back on track overnight. So we've got to look at little victories. Take little victories where we get them. Aim for big victories, but be okay with little ones on, on the path yeah. there. 
that's just the way it's got to be. And Tom, I don't think you should apologize because there's the people out there that have their head in the sand saying this doesn't per- this isn't you know pertain to me. You know, like all these things where they're just you know, I don't want I don't want to look at it. They need to get their head out of their sand out of the sand because they need to have their eyes open to what's going on. You do in in their nation, not just what's going on in the world, but right here at home, what's going on. And when once their eyes are open, they're going to be like. Man, I've been asleep at the wheel. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Get you know, get show up and make a change. Most most people are, sadly. Um Okay, no, uh, Jeremy I have not seen the deep fake of Obama in a dress drinking Bud Light, um, but, but I do, I do desperately want to. See now it. we want to see it. Uh, we'll have to look that up on the break. Uh, we're gonna go to break. When we come back, you at DHS lapdog Alejandro Mayorkas, who was confronted on the street. We'll show you how it went. Stay around. Stay. Stay around. Stay with us. Do something. Just come back. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Scripps. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. All right, welcome back, friends. We are getting close to that third hour, which means we're getting close to that meme-tastic, close to the post-show press conference. But we've got some more stories we've got to hit on first. We just do. And this first one here is this or this next one, I should say, is about Mayorkas, one of the most worthless human beings ever to hold a cabinet position. And that really says something. That's a that's a low bar. But you had Alejandro Mayorkas, who was asked questions while he was out walking his dog, if you want to call it that. Here was the scene. Hi, Mr. Secretary. 
Jenny Tare with the Daily Caller News Foundation. Just curious what you make of the border numbers being down right now. The illegal encounters are low, but you're bringing people through the ports of entry. Do you have an answer to that? Do you have any explanation? You're still bringing people through. He is. All right, look, I like all dogs. I don't totally dislike that dog, but it's a little questionable. It's not a it's not an overly masculine dog. No, its tail was totally groomed with that little puff ball on the end of it. Yeah. That's it's so Mayorkas. Alejandro. Alejandro. First of all, also, I, I get it, you come home from work, you gotta let the dog out, but get out of your suit. Get comfortable. <laughs> I hate suits. I would never walk my dog in a suit. I'm changing. I'm, I'm putting on anything but a suit. To, to include, I might walk the dog naked over wearing a suit. Yeah, you always have to, whenever, if you're wearing your church duds, you got to take them off and put on your play clothes. Yeah. Play clothes. I like it. <laughs> let's, let's go into play clothes. Play, oh, yeah. play clothes. Yeah. yeah. But, but... <laughs> You've, you've got the, and this was not harassment, by the way, this was a question, but you've got the left, the other side, the, the clip of Auntie Maxine comes to mind always, but the left is saying harass regime members at home. Um, they used to be, and now they've, they've pivoted, right? And now they've say, they're saying in, in response to this that harassing regime members is out of line. At so, home, yeah. At, at home, in, in, their, in, in their private life, in public, whatever. These are the people who went to restaurants to harass people who called on people to to cause a stink and, and, and make people uncomfortable everywhere. I forget her exact verbiage on the on the Maxine. These are the same people. You had a Democrat who showed up at Justice Kavanaugh's house to murder him and his family. Yeah. I mean, they, and now they're saying, don't ask him. Don't ask Alejandro a question when he's out walking his dog. That's out of line. It's totally out of line. Forget that he's a public figure, a public figure who's totally ignoring the border, ignoring his job, total negligence there. But the, the problem is, is they say that this is harassment. They say that this woman asking a question, she didn't chase him down and, and spit on him and, and totally get up in his face and, and not relent until he asked. She asked a question. He was a total douche, walked by with his little lapdog, and, and that, that was the end of it. But they're calling it harassment. But harassment and violence have always been a staple of the left. That's who they are. We talk about it all the time. And it's not just harassment and violence. They have been the party of racism and segregation forever. Violence. You don't agree with everything we say? How about this? We're going to kill you. Like, I mean, they, they are nasty people. Nasty people. And I personally, I used to be, uh, man, the, the journey that I've been on, and a lot of us, I think, have over the last several years, you know, first and foremost, my background and and what we're doing uh, or what I did before and what we're doing now, you know, is different. And I came in like, give these people a chance, give them a chance. You got to look at, you know, I, I, I just was a little bit more, you know, not as hard to the hoop and I'm a hard to the hoop guy on most things, but I just, I want reason to prevail. I want people to get along. I, that, that is my goal. And I think it's most people's goal inherently, but then that's changed. And and now it's I hate my own party. Now it's I don't trust you know these organizations, some of which I worked for, and I the, the people who work there are the most badass people on the planet. Still are love them to death. Would fight with them any day. But the leadership at some of those places, and and I used to be like guys, don't stoop to their level and do these things and, and do the kind of crap that the left does. But now it's like we have to. And I'm not saying don't do something violent. Don't take this out of context and do something illegal. 
But don't feel bad about asking people questions either. Don't feel bad about what they might consider harassment. Screw these people. They, they do it to us. They dox you. They send people to hurt you. They, they, they plaster pictures of you. They make up stories. I mean, they, they sent people to murder him at his house, but they also said he was a gang raper for Pete's sakes. I mean, <laughs> this, the, the depths that they will go to to ruin your life for just not going along with them is categorically insane. It's crazy. So don't so don't think that you can just just be this limp dick person over here who just like hopes things are gonna go. They're not gonna go away. All they keep doing is escalating. So you've got to get some teeth and and push back. And when someone goes out and and asks questions in this case, which is all that was, applaud them. If someone gets a little bit more feisty with them, I'm okay with that too. Make them uncomfortable. They should live the miserable lives that they're trying to make us live. Oh yeah, that that's the only way this stops, and it's the only way that aggressive behavior stops is to meet that aggressive behavior and go one stage above it when you push back. And it, like you said, I'm not talking about violence or fighting anybody or anything like that. I'm talking about talking maybe to your neighbor or somebody who is a Biden supporter and they're talking about, you know, how bad Trump is and how evil Republicans are, man, don't walk away from them. Run down the laundry list of all the fucked up shit the Democrats have done and what they're responsible for, what responsible for. Keep reminding them that Democrats are the ones who assassinate presidents. Remind them that Democrats are the ones who invented slavery. Remind them that Democrats are the ones who tried to block uh, the civil rights movement. Every ill that we've had in this country has been at the behest of Democrats and complicit Republicans who just went along with the Democrats. Yeah. That's who they are. That's how they fight. You can't back down from them anymore. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> You said you don't, you don't remember what Maxine said. I pulled it up. She said, if you see anyone from the cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out, you create a crowd, and you push back on them, and you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. That's what she said. You create a crowd. You create a mob is what she's yeah. she's saying, mob justice. What happens in a mob? We've seen it happen. When people get together in a mob, the mob the, takes on a life of its own and a brain of its own and becomes very violent very quickly, and that's what she's calling for. She's actually calling for violence. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. because those mobs, they, they assault people, including police officers. They burn businesses to the ground. They, they, they destroy and vandalize. Mostly peaceful protesting. Peaceful <laughs> protesting, as CNN would call it. In that same uh, speech that she said, that was the time when she tried to do the Beetlejuice thing. She said impeachment, 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 hoping that it would work because she said it three times in a row. You know. And so. also, let us not forget, she is the same person who, during the Rodney King riots, when Reginald Denny was beat, the three guys that went to trial and were found not guilty, right after the, the, the trial and the not guilty verdict, Maxine Waters hosted a victory victory party for them at her house. Hmm. Now she's scum. She is she is dirty. There's so many investigations into into the level of dirtiness, uh, just from how she's run her office and and done things in in the House of Representatives for a long, long time. It's kind of interesting how quiet she's. Been. I've said this a couple times lately, but it's kind of interesting how quiet she's been lately, because normally she's queen among them of saying the dumbest shit out there. 
Yeah, which is really weird to me. Something's going on. And another thing, too, another dipshit that we haven't heard much from is Maisie Hirono. Yeah. And those two usually are, are front and center in front of cameras spouting some stupid shit. And they've just been sort of hiding, which is really weird. Yeah, it, it really it really is. Um, sidebar here. I just told Barb I wanted some, but Barb's having a reunion. I saw that. Five pounds of Sloppy Joe's, four pounds of sausage, cheese, Rotel dip, icebox cake, taco dip. Ooh. Tom, skip the wedding. We're going on a trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barb, we'll, we'll be there in 12 hours. I don't even know where it is, but if it takes longer, we're going to get there faster. If, it, if it's like a short trip, we're just going to take our time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 12 hours is the amount of time we're that going to be traveling. Taking, no matter what. Um, all right, we're going to squeeze in a break here, and then we're going to get back into some IRS stuff. We've got uh, Biggs, who who got some very clear answers from the IRS whistleblowers on who the big guy was. We've also got MTG. You guys know my stance on MTG. Not a big fan. I, I think I kind of like what she did, though. <laughs> we'll show it and talk about it on the other side. In the, in the day of action, you guys... Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So 
get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at my pillow, we interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected you get prepared and you support a pro-america christian company that shares your values at the same time everyone wins and the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods heirloom vegetables
vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. extended break thanks for sticking with us folks so we're going back to the irs whistleblower testimony we showed a lot of it earlier we talked about it there's some clips we didn't show though and you had rep biggs here who was able to get both whistleblowers he got an answer from both of them on who the big guy was which I think we all knew, right? We had our assumptions, a pretty strong <laughs> assumption on who the big guy was. But let's listen to the, the whistleblowers who were involved in the, investi in the investigation of it. In the, in the day of action, you guys were intending to interview 12 people, one of whom was Rob Walker, a, a business associate of Hunter Biden. Um, and in particular, you wanted to talk about, uh, I think the quote is, 10 held for, by H for the big guy, yep. right? Um, so what who is the big who did you infer that the big guy may be so all i can do is speak to the evidence there what i can say is i think i know what you're referring to is when we're preparing for that we're preparing for that interview and we're referencing that email 10 held by h for the big guy and from what i understand that to be President, his dad, President Biden. Okay, um, so I'm sorry. I just want to ask Mr. Shapley uh, a similar question because the AUSA, AUSA Wolf interjected, and I'm reading from your transcript now, and said she did not want to ask about the big guy and stated she did not want to ask questions about dad, quote, in quotes. <laughs> who, did you, who did you take dad to be when she refers to dad? The, the father of the subject is President Biden. President oh. Biden. And so even by her response, she's inferring that Joe Biden may be involved in Hunter Biden's transactions. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, we've known this the whole time. And now, here's what's remarkable still is we've known this from, from the laptop and from so many other pieces that have come out over whether it's Bob Alinsky stuff, whether it's whatever. We've, there's copious amounts of there's There's mountains of evidence against this this Biden crime family, including Joe himself. And now you've got two more whistleblowers who were involved in this investigation who have come out and said, here's all the things that went wrong. Talking about Merrick Garland and the Delaware AG and parts of the investigation that weren't supposed to be there and how Hunter got a, 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 a basically a pass and all this. And you've got them coming out saying, yes, the big guy is who everyone thought. It's Joe Biden. He is the president of the United States, who once again is using his position to get himself and his family members money. And yet the Democrats who were there and probably some uniparty douche nozzles are still like, yeah, we just we're not going to let this go anywhere. We don't see anything wrong with it. That that is so freaking damning for our country. 
that you can walk away from what happened yesterday or at any number of these hearings that are mostly political theater, but that just because they're political theater doesn't mean there's not substance in them. And you can walk away and say, nothing's going to happen. Like we all know is, is the case here. Nothing's going to happen. This is going to turn out to be just like the Hillary emails and server where Comey comes out and says she didn't do it on purpose. They're going to come to the conclusion that Joe and Hunter and Jim did not do any of this on purpose. Therefore, they can't be prosecuted. It just fell in their lap. It was an accidental <laughs> tens upon tens of million dollar mistake. I wish I could have an accident like yeah, that. Seriously. That'd be fantastic. That or win the freaking Powerball like yeah. some California commie did last night. Now, maybe they're actually the one of the few conservatives out there, but they're they're wealthy however they're. They're going to become conservative in a minute when they see how much gets taken out tax-wise. <laughs> how much? Oh, no. What? Hell no. I'm voting for, for, for whoever. Again, everyone, stop calling. 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> you know we're live. Everyone calls during live. It, I, can't, I literally can't take the call. Speaking of California, I just have to get this off my chest, and this is kind of a sidebar, because after living there for 10 years and people asking, what is California like? And I'm like, it's a communist hellhole. My wife and I are going to a, my niece's wedding this weekend. She was at Burbank Airport going to fly out, <laughs> and her flight was canceled, so she had rebooked another flight out of LAX. So she went outside while she was waiting for her bags to smoke a cigarette. She got a ticket for not smoking, for not smoking in the designated smoking area, which infuriated her. She went back inside, got her bags, went across the street to pick up Uber, and got another ticket for not using the crosswalk. So she gets two tickets for smoking and jaywalking while people who are, are being arrested and being let out with no bond. Yeah. That right there is a distillation of how dysfunctional California is. Yeah. It's, I mean, just getting a jaywalking, both of those tickets. <laughs> But I mean, the amount of time, I mean, and, and most cops don't want to do that. And I mean, those have got to be the dick ones, right? We've got lots of friends who are cops. I think they'd probably agree. One of them, Ray has said before, he's never given a speeding ticket. Ray, Ray's a good cop. Like he's a great guy. And most cops are good cops. But, but you, you, you've got people like that. Like, seriously, you're going to give someone a jaywalking ticket. <laughs> In in Los Angeles, the whole city's melting down. Right, right over there, felon, that guy, terrorist, cartel member, warrant. There's a car member. There's a carjacking happening right in front of you. Let's get the jaywalker. Yep, she's more important. I mean, it's it, just wow. Um, so so Biggs gets them both to say, getting back on on, on track here. <laughs> Biggs gets them both to say that Joe Biden's the big guy. Thanks for for telling us that. Thanks for having the courage to say that for, for real. Uh, and and <laughs> I can't believe what's coming up here. But then you then you pivot you pivot to <laughs> to former Freedom Caucus member and newly minted neocon Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I'm not a big fan. Sorry, I know some of you guys are. I think that she was never great. I think that she's gone from pretending to be great to to just being a part of the system. That's my view. You can have your own, but this is my show. Um, but she she decided, and I like this move. I like this move because while it's graphic, this is who the first family is. So she decided to kind of go back to her previous feisty personality when she first came on yeah. the scene during the testimony yesterday. Here's what Rhino Barbie had to say. 
of of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Making pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman? Get the committee. The lady's time's expired and went two and a half minutes over. Mr. Bufume wants two and a half minutes. He can have it if if he wants to yield some to Miss Ocasio Cortez when she goes. She can have it. Kind of chuckling like this. But here's the thing. People are going to say, well, that was out of line. First of all, you're saying something's out of line. You people are the most morally depraved, you know, morally bankrupt people on the planet, most of you who are in D.C. Now, there are some good people in that room, too, but for the most part, these representatives. So they're saying, okay, showing pictures like this is inappropriate for the House of Representatives. Okay, it's not traditional. I would agree. It's <laughs> yeah. not normally yeah. shown there. But it's also not appropriate for that to be the picture of, of, of in truth, who our first family is. They are so freaking broken. We've taken, it used to be, you know, people standing there in their suits or sweater vests and a nice dog on a lawn, like a well-manicured lawn. Now, now we've got Hunter Biden. We've got Jill who wrecked a marriage, came in, was the babysitter. We've got Hunter Biden, who is the most well-known coke addict on the planet, who's slept with every hooker from from <laughs> snorted, to shore. And snorted cocaine off of them. Snorted cocaine off of most of them. You, you've got crazy things done to the poor young females in their family. You've got... Uh, he was hooking up with Bo's widow. I mean, this family is so... Bro- it is so opposite of presidential. <laughs> it's remarkable. So to just pretend it's not happening is not the answer, all that to say. Do I want to see pictures of Hunter doing that stuff? No, I don't. Do I think it's appropriate to show everyone everywhere? Not necessarily. Do I think it's appropriate, though, on, on the House floor and a testimony where you're investigating the Bidens? I absolutely do. I think it's 100%. You need to know who they are. That's a perfect picture of who they are. It, it is a perfect picture of who they are, but it's also the perfect moment to show you who Democrats are. They're acting like this is so unbecoming to have during a House hearing— But if this was an elementary school, they'd be totally fine with that picture being in a book that a little kid would be able to check out as long as it was a dude who is on his knees with Hunter. Yeah. That the 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 mental gymnastics that you have to go through as a Democrat to force a round peg into a small hole to develop the narrative in in the belief in in your narrative into believe it so full you know to every fiber of your body would be exhausting because if you're going to say that's not appropriate well then that image and images like that aren't appropriate to be put in schools that's where democrats lose me in every argument because they act like again pearl clutching breathless this is this is horrible you're making a mockery of this hearing Okay, well, let's talk about the this kind of imagery that's being shown to little kids. Yeah, no, exactly. But but, he, but that's all true, hundred percent, because that's how they look at it. This is not okay. If we deem that it is okay, and it's going into your into your family or into your kid's classroom or whatever the case might be, it is okay. But but they also have been like, Hunter, he's just going through some stuff. Leave him alone. All these things like. <laughs> This is not going through some stuff. And and Joe Biden getting called out by name multiple times during that hearing is not just conjecture and their family, you know, being misunderstood. All 
of it, this is the most Loctite case. We've had all these scandals over the history of our country, right? You've got Watergate. You've got all these things. We've got a family who is a walking scandal. (laughs) Everything they do is scandalous. I would love to see a show like you know, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Keeping Up with the Bidens. It would be, it could be like a mockumentary, too, where people are playing these roles. And then it's just let's just play out the roles that people have talked about, all these images, all that stuff, as a reality show. It would be fantastic. It would People would be like, that didn't happen, but it did. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's special. It's special. Lots of trolls today. I love it. I love it. The, the interesting thing is as Rumble starts to grow, trolls are figuring out how Rumble works. Yeah. Um, they're, they're getting... What a name. Conservatives are scum. Conservatives are scum. <laughs> was it an interesting troll or... No. The, I didn't first, get... the first one was more interesting. This yeah. one was just... I didn't even see. You got it too before I could. So. This one was what? Skinhead Nazi? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But... But we do know that wokeness is causing lots of issues in in our country writ large. It's it's certainly causing it in our military, which we've talked about a lot. And I want to talk about this, and then we'll we'll do this story. We'll do one more break, then we'll go all fun. We'll go meme tastic post show press conference. Yay! But you've got a mili- military recruit who is considering resigning, leaving the service after being forced to shower with trans women with full male genitalia. Which, let me just hit a quick pause, okay? Because you're like, oh my gosh, that's awful. But at the same time, all of us are like, not surprised, like, because that's the world we live in today. Everyone being forced to do this, whether it's female athletes, female service members. It's, it's less prevalent from what I can garner in the law enforcement community right now, but this, this, it's, it's everywhere, right? And it's everywhere because Democrats have corrupted every institution in our country and aren't relenting with their demonic passion to enslave the populace and imprison those who resist. And the upside of the upside down world we live in, it's 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 important. It, it you gotta have these reminders. And and one basic reminder that we should probably start with, we 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 shouldn't need is that boys have a penis. I wish we had that sound clip. And girls have a vagina, okay? The kid in kindergarten cop. Boys have a penis, and kids have a vagina. Girls, not girls. Yeah, yeah, girls, sorry, sorry. Some some kids. Some kids. You're confusing them. <laughs> uh, but, but that memo has not been received by everyone, and certainly not by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, because everything keeps getting pushed down onto the military as well. So you've got this 18-year-old recruit who is forced to shower with biological males as part of the Biden administration's uh, transgender policies in the military. And she's complained about this this whole deal, saying this has put me in a very uncomfortable position. You think? I mean, imagine that. Imagine your daughter has said, hey, I I want to enlist. Whether I'm enlisting or I've gone through one of the service academies, now I'm going, whatever the the case, you're, 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 you're going to serve our country. And she's your daughter. And we, we, we think differently of our daughters, whether it's fair or not. And your daughter goes and then calls home, Dad, I was forced to shower with some dudes today who were staring at me and have cock and balls. I'd be on a plane before the phone was hung up. I'd be furious. Yeah, you wouldn't be let on the base. But yeah, you'd but be furious. I'd be furious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it's as you should be. Yeah. That, that, that is the natural response. Mm-hmm. And her response of being very uncomfortable also the natural response it's just not normal 
But it was brought up. So this report was brought up. It was first raised at the Senate Armed Service Committee hearing uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. And the girl's afraid to speak out of fear that it'll harm her career. She signed up because she wants to do this. So she doesn't want to affect her career. She just wants to only shower with women. People of the same sex, yeah, or of course, outrageous on her. behavior. Wanting <laughs> how, something how like that. dare her think that, right? <laughs> so you had Senator Mike Rounds, who told Fox News Digital in an interview all of this, and her options were slim, and and only included basically resigning from her early career position. And it was believed that raising the matter and complaint would have harmful impacts on the new recruit's military career, which sadly it probably would slash will, because that's where we are. We're at this point where, again, take the service component out of it, which is a big portion. We're at this point, though, where you've got a young female. And, and again, it could be in a swimming locker room, a volleyball locker room, a, any sport. Or it could be in, the, in one of the, the, the military branches where you're seeing this. And they're forced to be in this really awkward, uncomfortable situation where a lot of times things go very south. We've seen that across the country, too. Some incidents that have gotten violent and assault has been there. But even if that doesn't happen, it's inappropriate, it's wrong, and it's uncomfortable. But you bring this up, and you're the bad guy. She's the bad guy in this for bringing this up. Well, how you're, you're, why are you uncomfortable? Imagine what it's like to be a guy with a penis and a girl full of locker rooms. That's every guy's dream. <laughs> you're talking about, like, are we, what? Like, what are you talking about? That, that... That, that argument doesn't work. So she can't bring it up. She doesn't want to bring it up because she wants to serve this country. She's one of the few people left who, despite the nonsense going on in our military, are saying, I'll go. I'll do it. And then you get there and you experience that and you're put in this awful conundrum. And it really is because what do you do? Mm -hmm. They're going to side with the transgender person 10 days out of 10. Right, and they've been siding with the transgender people because remember when the the vax came out to the military and people were losing their jobs and because they're um, applying for deferments and they weren't being granted religious deferments from getting from getting the uh, the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Now, deferments, uh, deployment deferments are being granted for soldiers who are in the midst of transitioning. So now you're making special allowances for the small segment of the population, one with the showering, and now for deployments. Right. It, the, the, they've gone completely insane. Yeah. Yeah, and on Rob Manus' show last night, they, we showed a clip where they were talking about how they're lifting the ban on the vax. You don't have to vax. The people who left, or were at, they can come back, but they're not going to get any back pay. But, but they, they would like them to come back and serve. And, and 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 some people will, but I don't. If if I'm in those shoes, you know, I, I stopped serving in in the end of 2016. But if I'm in those shoes and I'm forced out because of that, or, or have to leave on my own choice because of that, well, and some people were forced out, but you choose to leave or you're forced out, whatever the case might be. And they've pulled that. I, I don't get how people want to go back. Who's convincing them to go <laughs> yeah. back? Because you, I get it. You want to do your job. If you're if you're a seal. Or a ranger or someone who, hey, I just want to go kill bad guys. I get it, but here's the problem. The people who, who did that grounded you from deploying before. You're not, you're not even able to do your, your job job, too. Forget the fact that now they're saying you, you don't have to have the vax. In a lot of cases, you, you're, you're getting stood down for other reasons because wokeness is touching every aspect of it. So I don't, 
like I applaud the ones who are who are still doing it and the ones who are going back and thank you for what you do. But I think the the mental gymnastics for me would be tough. Like, hold on, you you said what? You made me do what? Or tried to make me do X, Y, or Z, and now you're saying I don't have to, but I should trust you and come back. It just that's not how the human condition is. And and that's been exacerbated way, way, way more in the last several years. No one trusts or likes anyone. Which is, I hate that. I wish that's not where we were, but that's where we are. I w I w if they were like, come back, I'd be like, no. Well, we, we've talked about it a hundred times. When they took the oath, they got sworn in. They dropped everything about themselves like you did. Like you, you dropped everything about yourself because you were going to be fighting for this nation. Put yourself yeah. aside. You're, this is what you're doing. But now it's like, uh I'm giving the oath, but I still want to keep my. I still want to do, do what's okay by me. No, it's, yeah, and it's messed up. And it's like, no, you're here to fight for our country. Not well, it's about individuality. And now with these, now with not having to deploy, I'm going to get put into this pipeline that takes forever because government and bureaucracies are slow. So I'm going to be transitioned. The, the 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 guys that this girl was showering with are in that pipeline, but haven't been transitioned yet. So they see themselves as transitioning into female, but they still have cock and balls. So they're like, that's that's. That's what's happening. Then they're there forever. They don't have to deploy. So you're not signing up to go fight. Yeah. You're not signing up to be a part of something bigger than yourself. You're signing up for benefits, and you're signing up to be a part of a social club, and you are hoping and preying on, on the fact that you can lean into some of these policies and not have to actually go fight because you don't want to break a nail or, or, whatever, or whatever. I don't know how these people think because I, I literally can't get in their heads. But, but it is. It's, it's broken, and man— it's awful. I hate it. I hate that this this young service member's going through that. I hate that there's young athletes going through it. I hate that anyone who's going through it. There used to be a day and age where this stuff was all just weird as shit. And it didn't happen because it was weird as shit. Now we're the weird. Somehow it's been reversed. <laughs> and we're the fucking weird. We're the weird, yeah. I know. All of a sudden I've turned into the get off my lawn dude. <laughs> when... You know, I, I was familiar with all this weirdness, but in my familiarity with this weirdness was the fact that I would tell normies about it, it just for the shock value. Right. But now all normies are being exposed to this, so nothing is weird anymore. You've yeah. lost your shock and awe. Yeah. Yeah, you have. There's nothing left. You all the taboos have been <clears throat> shattered except for child sex, and they're trying to normalize that. They are, which is a whole nother level yep. of... Of disgusting. Did you guys see? Let's go back to real quick. Let's just touch on this, then we'll get into meme tastic. Did you see this? We just got some B roll. So this is a a Pfizer plant. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I mute it so you okay. can just talk over it. It's Here a Pfizer go. plant, and a tornado ripped through. I think it was an F2, right? Yeah. F2 tornado rips through, and destroyed more than just the vaccines, but hit several pallets. <laughs> wow. Full of Pfizer vaccines, which I think is just phenomenal. By the way, most of the rest of the town was good. Yeah. <laughs> Humans they call the tornado the finger of God. You know, the finger so. of God. Yeah. Like this, this right here, this this was a good thing. So there's less of that poison that can go out onto the streets. <laughs> that tornado saved lives. I hope lives. no one was hurt. It did. The, for the first tornado <laughs> that, that saved that, lives. Yes. <laughs> Is that the siren? Is it coming to our town <laughs> to get rid of that plant? I hope no one was hurt, but man. Uh, that's a place to be, get, to get I'm hit. I'm pretty sure I saw reports that a lot of people were fine. Businesses and homes were fine. Like, it really was very specific. I'm not saying it just dropped down, hit this, and then deuced but, out. But that, uh, tornadoes can do that, though. But, but they can do that, and it's more or less. Most people have gone to an extreme describing that way. I, I don't know for certain yeah. that it was 100% that way. 
but that's how it's been described. Is it, that's how it felt to most. Is like I hope it, like the storm chasers were there filming it. Yeah. Is that the Pfizer it, plan? <laughs> sure is. Is that is that a vaccine needles flying up into the air? That's the only problem. Is is those will not the projectiles? Go other people, but yeah. more people did get vaccinated on accident. <laughs> Some people like ten times. <laughs> um, okay. Let's have some fun. It's Thursday, which if you're new to the show is our Friday. We go Monday through Thursday, hardcore, three to six, three hours a day. You get 12 hours. That's that math, okay? I know that's that's probably racist to say that three times four is 12 these days. It totally is. But but White supremacy. We, we, we do it Monday through Thursday, three to six. Tomorrow is Coin Club. You go to dbcoinclub.com to sign up. Vets, first responders, you guys get 30% off your membership. You get that Friday show that no one else gets. It's just us. It's just us. We have a good old time. You get entered into contests where I think it's July 28th we're going to draw and give cash to somebody. Eight days away. Just days away. Someone's getting rich. Not really. It's fun. Someone's getting money, though. Uh, You get access to booze and banter when it returns. And then annual members, if you sign up, you get... This this challenge coin and then future challenge coins that we do each. Which I've been loving the responses. People are loving those coins. These, I mean, I'm I'm not saying it because they're because they're coins from yeah. from our show and our studio, but these coins are badass. Yeah, yeah they're like, awesome. From a challenge coin person, like you can't see them here, but from a challenge coin person, um, this is one of the better challenge coins you're going to see. It's a good challenge. And you know what? And I'm going down the conspiracy route because it's the DB Coin Club, and the fact is. Drew may or may not be related to D.B. Cooper, and Hmm. this inside one of those coins may or may not be some of the money that D.B. had stolen. Mm -hmm. The plot. (laughs) Wow. By the way, we had someone at the the bigger property that we're on today bring by a coin because they had gotten one of our coins and bring by a coin, and it's a Trump on one side, DeSantis on the other one. So we're just going to— Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there it is. When it comes time for the uh, for the primary, we're just actually going to determine it here. We're going to flip this flip coin. the coin. It's and a coin flip. It is. Oh, I can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> flip it again. Flip it again. Um, okay, so sign up though. Go to dbcoinclub.com. That's where you sign up. That's also where you go to watch. We'll be there tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. For now, we're going to get into the way that we wrap up every week in that's meme tastic. That's meme-tastic. That's meme We should do that one more time. Okay. So I had coffee with Shafi this morning, by the way. He got a new job today. He's doing great. Good things ahead for him. Um, let's, get to, let's get to some memes. So, so this one's actually a video meme. Ooh, okay, I like it. Yeah, 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 I think you're going to like this one. Okay. There's I, a lot of memes. I don't know. What yeah, we have like 20-something memes. Okay. So we're going to be quick. But this one, I feel like you had to see it. Okay. So. Spend 
Okay. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Pretty good song. I she, I look again. I do think she's very attractive. When she, if she were to not open her mouth, <laughs> there'd be more there. But but she unfortunately does. She is <laughs> dumb as as they come. Um, but that that was. Yeah, yeah, we 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 showed that one on uh, Roundup last night, and I was like, and you were already gone. Like, ah, like I got to show this tomorrow. Okay. So well, and and now it done been shown. Yeah. Um, let's do. Let's keep going. Right, here we go. Greta Thunberg. My generation will decide the future. How Your dare generation you? can't decide if they're a boy or a girl. That's true. That's true. Next meme. But we got a bumper sticker. Joe Biden is just Hillary Clinton with a smaller dick. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Seems fair enough. Seems like a reasonable assessment. You like Willy Wonka? I like Willy Wonka. The original or the yep. Johnny Depp? Yeah, the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got to go. Original. They're doing a new one. I heard that. Wonka? I think it's just called Wonka. Yeah, with yeah. Um, Zac Efron or something. No, like not that. Zac Efron. It's someone else. I don't know who it is. Dennis Rodman. That would actually be awesome, but no. So weird. Danny Glover. I think He's gonna, it, it is Danny Glover. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's just crying the whole film. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. We got Willy Wonka. Just curious, how many countries tax their citizens so they can send money to the United States? That one's just that one's just true. Pathetic and sad. It's pathetic yeah. and sad. That's what's happening. We're getting taxed. We get no benefit from it, and we're sending it to perpetuate a war that might get us all killed. Yeah. Just a tangent on Willy Wonka. If you go back and watch the original, when they get on the boat, every seat is taken. So Wonka knew they were going to lose two people before they got on the boat. It's going to, like blow your mind next time you see okay. it yeah just okay yeah. all right uh, all right this is a side tangent this is the side it, it, it <laughs> was a very side so tangent. eight years from now when i watch the movie I'll, uh, <laughs> the original uh, here's steve dace uh when they tell you absolutely no lindsey graham jokes <laughs> he's sweating <laughs> that is i mean that's a tough thing to do if someone told us we couldn't do lindsey graham jokes around here oh that man tough fortunately we're in charge, so we get to kind of just do whatever. I know you're not a fan of small dogs, but what about this dog? I, I, these these dogs have some passion and energy by them. I, my my Link, the Boston my Terriers. Dog, yeah, they, yeah, he was great friends with a dog named Nola. Um, they had a great time. But for those of you listening to the podcast, fun fact: no state requires a dog to have a carry permit, and then there's true. A, there's a holster rigged on this Boston Terrier with a a. Uh, I can't tell if it's a Glock or not, but it's got. I can't an, tell, but it's got a really long extended mag on. It's got an extended <laughs> mag on there. Okay, next meme. This I saw this one. Tom Cruise was 2022's highest paid actor. He made 100 million dollars, right? That makes sense. And then someone chimed in with a very astute point. Actually, <laughs> Zelensky was the highest paid actor. He got 18 billion. I'm glad we got that fact checked. We got that figured out. Um, this one right here. Have you ever seen like weird rock formations? Yeah. Have you ever seen a phallic rock formation? I've seen a phallic glacier. We did a story on that. The that's, dildo shit. Yeah, that's true. It was yeah. off of dildo Newfoundland. Yeah, and that we've and there's obviously dildo phallic space rockets. Everyone seems to make theirs look like male genitalia. Anyways, this one just is uh, we got his mom, mom, mom raised raise no quitter. Uh, we just got a chick climbing, climbing, climbing. She's climbing. rock climbing. She's, she's rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's next? I dated this blind girl till she broke up with me a few weeks ago. Guess who's back with a different <laughs> voice? <laughs> clever. It is clever. I mean, if you like the girl, I mean, yeah. that's dark. Okay, this one's this one is probably a smart idea by Trump. Not necessarily true. Not necessarily that funny. But we got 
Trump is announcing that Hunter Biden will be his running mate, so DOJ will stop investigating him. Probably would work. Probably would work. All right. This is a Johnny Quest one. Johnny Quest. Yeah. We got Mike Pence. See those American cities? Not, Not my, my concern. It's true. He said it. He did say it. Who who put this one in? I think this was. I think I. I, 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 I remember like seeing it earlier this week, but I think Tom is the one who brought this one in. When the last shred of testosterone has <laughs> left your body. And then it says, I want to live in a world where it's easier to buy Taylor Swift tickets than AR-15s. Is that supposed to be swallowed? And he's holding a glass of, like, white no, wine. I think it's just a... Just a some beta, beta bitch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I know who this is because I got this text question sent to me. We all did. We all, yeah. Yeah, we all did. Um... <laughs> In the mind of Tom Cunningham. Tom didn't make this, by the way. He should have, though. We should give him credit, but he didn't. Where'd you find this one, Tom? It was sent to me by another dimension. Uh, okay. <laughs> another person. You have to shove two. <laughs> you have to shove one ice cream up your ass. No, two. It says no, two. No, you have to. You have shove. to. Oh, okay. They're, they're gotcha. saving characters. Gotcha. You have to shove one up there. Which one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> It's not the question of the day, folks. You don't have to answer this. Um, Firecracker, number seven, all day, every day. <laughs> Might be the easiest one to get in there. I think, I think, I it's got it those uh, white and blue ridges on get, it, too, so that might be fun. Yeah. Choco Taco would be hard. And it feels patriotic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think the snow cone would get anywhere. No, I don't think so. The chip witch definitely is. If yeah. you can get the chip witch in, yeah. you need to see someone. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> this is acceptable for a big city, the fiery, mostly peaceful scene we all saw with mm -hmm. you know, the Chiron saying that. And then we got Try That in a Small Town from Jason Aldean. Racist, extremely violent. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's just what's happening in America. That's, that's true. Okay. All right. We got, we got a, a medieval, I guess, a Nordic fighter. I offended you? What does it feel like to be so weak that words, mere words hurt you? Mm. Can you say like a Viking? I mean, I mean, like, I mean, I, I no. Let's okay. just keep going. Just one. That one wasn't that funny. That was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. Still you know, a good meme. You, it was still a good meme. You know, if I were to hit that rock with this stick, I could knock it into that hole. How, <laughs> How men learn to swear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aliens. Aliens. Can we land yet? No, it's too early at the moment. They're trying to change the weather by eating bugs. <laughs> Touche. Touche, aliens. You, you know us too well. Uh, nurse, so do you drink, smoke, or use any narcotics? Patient, yeah, I'm down for whatever. We should hang out. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, we're kind of picking yeah, up some There we go. Here. Don't kill the momentum, Disco. This I, I'm just giving you what was sent okay. to me, so... Okay. There are three kinds of men, the one that learns by reading, the few who learn by observation, the rest of them have to pee on the electric fence for themselves. The doers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. CNN, breaking news, South Carolina to ban the sale of Tylenol in bottles because they fear picking the cotton from the bottle may represent racism <laughs> and slavery. <laughs> I can see that happening. I'm surprised. Oh. I'm surprised your old state hasn't put that in. Tom. Yeah. That's... that's <clears throat> We've got an, a couple elephants. 
Um, Wayne, how do you describe this? Tom? Noah's Ark. Yeah, it's Noah's Ark. It's Noah's, yeah. Okay, that's Noah's Ark. Sorry, it's such a color for yeah. Okay. And, and the elephants are doing the Jack and Rose from Titanic. Oh yeah. yes. Okay, you two stop that at once. Okay, it's all coming together. I'm fine. I'm I'm sorry that it took me that long. By the way, have you seen the the? the everyone's probably seen it. It's just one of those viral videos. I think it's old, but it's the dude who's proposing, and they do the Jack and Rose thing on the front. And then he turns her around and he goes to do it, but she knocks the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Into the water. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! Can a- you imagine? You've 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 scratched and clawed to save up for that ring, and then it goes into the murky. It's deep. Three paychecks worth, right? That's what they should they say you should do. That okay? Yeah. That's yeah. That's 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 what they say. Yeah. yeah. I You're love only it. Only worth three paychecks, honey. <laughs> <clears throat> I love this. I love this character that he that Dave Chappelle plays. Y'all got any more of them White House tours? <laughs> <laughs> he's because he's got it on his lips. Yep. I see what you did there. Yeah. Okay, how many how many more do we have? Two. We've flown through them. We we really did. Yeah. We 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 hauled ass. We're headed yeah. into the weekend. Yeah. Speeding yeah. Up. Everybody's working for the catch. weekend. Yeah, you do. You do. He's going to be changing in front of me in the post show press <laughs> conference. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, um, uh, Benjamin Beam will be in there. Yeah. No, he no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Show. They, they, we got requests. Show the the Obama video of him drinking Bud Light in a dress. Um, we've got mamas. Don't let your cowboys grow up to be cowgirls. Yeah, it's happening. And I sent you this one yesterday. I thought this one was great. So you know how people. Let's just let's take a second here because we got time. You know how I mean punctuation spacing all that stuff matters definitely does uh, so and then you know everyone uses the the card swiper which now is a card tapper which i always forget about they're like just tap it. i'm like i already put it in like i don't know how to do that i put things in things um strong strong which actually ties into this but yeah. the so this is a card swiper and they've put a note on there they've just written a note on there and then taped it on and and the meme says the truth spacing between words is important because they've tried to say pen broken pen, pen bro- is broken please use finger but that's not what reads <laughs> penis broken <laughs> yes. mm. yep I, I, I missed I, I was trying to get you to do your finger thing but I missed it mm. there it is yeah but no, it, 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 it is important, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless, okay. I don't know. Every time that you make like an eating sound when you're talking about sex, it makes you more creepier. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't encourage. We just, I just feel like that's a George Costanza thing. Like, remember when he's trying to have a meal like mid sex? Remember that episode? Yeah, a sandwich. In bed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, George Costanza had a lot of creative ideas Cur- for humanity. It's too bad that Jason Alexander is such a douche in real life. Because his his character was brilliant, shallow, shallow, but brilliant. He had some interesting ideas. And there was one Christmas I got a good laugh out of my dad. It's actually when I was saving up for a ring for my wife. Yeah, or you know, at the time we were dating, and uh, for Christmas I didn't have any money, but I printed these beautiful things out and I said I donated money in your name to the Human Fund, and he couldn't stop laughing he was because he loves seinfeld he could not stop laughing he's like this is the best gift i've ever gotten i'm like you're welcome <laughs> beautiful yeah human fund yeah hey gosh there i i love seinfeld okay on that note randomly going from seinfeld to wrapping the show tom's got a flight to catch we got a post-show press conference to get to so it's been a fun week guys reminder to sign up for coin club you can go to dbcoinclub.com 
that's first responders. You guys get 30% off. I've told you already what it is. Go check it out. Go, come join us tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll be here. These guys will be remote, but I'll be here. We'll have some fun together. We'll get into the rest of the madness that this world keeps throwing us in an hour of fun. That'll be 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Look forward to seeing you there. For some reason, you can't make it. We hope you have a great rest of the day. We hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference, sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport, electrolyte replacement in one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right. Let's wrap up the week. It was a good week. It was a fun week. You know, three hours a day is a is an adjustment, but I think we've made it, and uh, I think we've made it well. So, um, <clears throat> lots of content to cover. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Sadly, there's a lot to to cover in the world these days. They, they I, I wish there was quieter news days, and that we were headed on a better trajectory as a country. We're just sadly not right now, but um, it was good. It was. I, I feel like it went pretty well for for that maiden voyage of of getting so much content in, getting so many hours in. Lots uh, lots to cover for sure. We're looking forward to Coin Club tomorrow, and um, and we'll just see what next week brings. But for now, let's let's get some questions to wrap the week, so we can get you guys to the weekend as well. Hey, Drew, Karen Mule, Americans Against Truth. Conservatives on Capitol Hill continue to discuss these ludicrous claims by the IRS whistleblowers, claims that, frankly, I would call a bunch of baloney. Do you think this will cease now that it's been proven that there's no nefarious information about the Biden family? Will your colleagues in conservative media and folks on Capitol Hill let this rest? I don't know what, uh, Karen, I don't know what hearing you've been watching. I don't know what world you've been watching, but certainly not, you know, just specifically to what you're referencing there, the hearing saying that there was no nefarious information. Almost everything that was documented and shown in the investigation, granted it didn't make it to the, to, the, to the extent that the investigation should have, but everything we've heard from these whistleblowers, other whistleblowers, everything we've heard or seen from the laptop, I mean, the, the amount of, we said this on the show today, the amount of information out there that is so damning for this Biden, this Biden family is astounding. So to say that, do you think it's going to go away since there's nothing there? There's so much there. Now, sadly, you're probably right in a backwards way that it probably will just go away because your side plays dirty and, and doesn't live in a reasonable, rational world. But there is a ton of information there. I would encourage you to go back and watch that and listen uh, because I, you're way off the mark. You're way off the mark. Next question. Uh, good, good morning. Good morning, Drew. It's night. Nancy. Saddam's from uh, the uh, from you know the thing. Uh, yes, my question that I have for you, Drew, um, is uh, how should I, Clan Van, uh, Sangjong, Saint Wait. Drew, did you do uh, the stories today? Uh, 
the the what? Oh, oh, I don't know. The the uh, uh the the grilled cheese from from Juniper. Uh, the my the so uh, so my my question is has to do with the shl- the uh oh gosh uh, uh thank you <laughs> you know i got to tell you nancy um i don't know that to this to to date you've actually asked a question yet but but i'm always so entertained to hear what's going on in your life cuz i presume you're 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 channeling what's what's happening in your life in your mind your heart talking about grilled cheese and juniper and and all of this stuff in this case it's always very fascinating a little disturbing to see just how far gone and how drunk you are at this point in in time i know that covid changed happy hour rules and times it's like travel right you can just drink whenever you want now but but you seem to really go hard to the hoop um and and i i always am entertained by what you try to say i just am not sure what you ever do in fact say and as i mentioned earlier uh, there, there was no question there, despite the fact that you say that's my question or my question is there's, there's never been, there's never been a question. Disco, how many more do we have here? Two. All right, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do two more. Yes. Uh, senor is Diego. The, uh, the, the images that Marjorie Tara Green showed, in, you know, in, in the meeting of Hunter Biden, um, yeah, they were sexual. Yeah. Th- yeah. Yes. Um, you think that would reflect badly on the uh, on the Biden family, but if you were to go and look at the views, it's like somewhere up in the millions, you know, of of, of these sex tapes. Is there a way that they're going to profit off of this, or no? Well, you can. I mean, uh, uh, that's kind of a dark thought. I mean, I, uh, who uh, who knows, right? I wouldn't put it past them. Um, I, I'm surprised you didn't ask where they were, since you're always trying to find the location of. Oh, do 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 you have the link? No, we don't have the link. But, 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 uh, did they make money? Are they going to make money off of these? No, that's that's. I want to say that's ludicrous. I don't know that it is anymore in this day and age. But we can say this: we know that they've made a lot of money off of everything else they've done, off of the lifestyle that they've made, not necessarily hunters, nefarious and uh, very, very uh, sexual encounters that he's had with prostitutes from all over the lands uh so i I, they've they've made their money i don't think they're making money on this no i don't have the link no i'm not going to because i'm sure you'll ask me next week where the link is if i found the link do you know when the link's going to come out no diego i don't know any of that information i just know that we've got a very very corrupt family who's supposedly running this country i don't buy that for for one second either that they're actually in charge but they're certainly embarrassing the shit out of us and uh, it's high time that, that they, they're accountable for their actions. I hope, I hope that that happens. I don't think that it will, but I hope that, I hope that someone gets their, their act together and does something about it. Let's take one more. Good afternoon, Drew. <laughs> Myers Graham Bowie, uh, Gold Coast Gazette. Uh, my, Drew, my question for you today is the, uh, is the uh, story that you did about age. You know, uh, 
I'm sort of, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but I'm getting up in years. Uh, you know, my, uh, my wife Myrtle and I, we, uh, you know, we like to say that we're in our golden years. <laughs> but, uh, but I still like working, Drew, and that's why I come to these press conferences and I write for the Gold Coast Gazette. Oh, gosh, I've been working with them since... Let's see, we moved to Florida in 19... No, was it 19... No, anywho, it, we, we, Myrtle and I have been in Florida for a very long time, Drew. <laughs> and uh, so back my question is, I, you know, Drew, I, I like working and... The job has changed a lot as reporter, as you know, through the years. Uh, I would say that the biggest change came uh, with colored television and uh, this other invention. I don't know. I think you know about it, but I'm not sure how familiar you are with it. But there's a thing called a computer. And a lot of the new journalists are using computers. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I fancy myself a sort of old-fashioned, so I, I prefer the typewriter. <laughs> yes. uh, my question, getting back to age, is what age do you think will be appropriate to be able to retire from your chosen profession. And the second part of my question is, do you find it, I mean, you're, you're a young fella, one might call you a whippersnapper. <laughs> uh, do you think that when you get to be my age, that you'll think differently about the age of people in some of their positions. Have a nice weekend, Drew. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Myrtle and I will get up to uh, to uh, see you sometime. I'd like to. I'd like to bring Myrtle in if if that's possible. Well, that, All right. Thanks, be, Drew. Yep, that'd be great. Um, uh, so, l l long roundabout way of getting a couple questions in there. When you retire, bro, that's up to you. Um, you know, everyone's age and, and finances and situation are different. There's so many circumstances that pay into that. I'm not a fan financial advisor, so I, I'm not even going to really address that other than to say that's up to you and and your financial advisor if you have one on what makes sense for you. And Myrtle, who now I, now I know your wife's name, which of, of course I do because you're you're an oversharer. But the so that that's the first thing in terms of will I have a different view on age when I when I get to a different point? Look, I, I have a I think a pretty realistic view on now on on age now. We don't want people who are unhealthy and unfit in in very important positions such as the most important position, which is the president of the United States. That's what's being said right now. I have I'm not an ageist. I don't have anything against those people. You say get into your age. I've lived a long life. I've done a lot in the time that I've been on this earth. My age might not be you know the, the figure that yours is but what i've done and put in here and the crap that my body's been through I, i'd be shocked if i made it to your age uh Meyer. so so that's for one but I, it's it, it never comes from a place of criticism in terms of the figure itself it's a place of what is your position what are you responsible for who are you responsible for and given your age and even not your age are you 
cognitively fit, physically fit enough to do it. That's what it comes down to. That's that's the conversation. And it just happens to be we've got a lot of people who are in their, their senior, senior years serving in D.C. making decisions. That's that's the point of it all. I hope that, uh, that you guys all have a great weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks so much. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com.